Welcome to Control Chaos. This is our 10th episode. Uh, so I think we hit kind of a milestone. Should we like... It's funny that our... Is there an award for that? What? Is there a reward award for getting to the 10th episode of a podcast? Well, based on the analytics, I guess so. Yeah, well, they say after a generally podcast, because so many of them flame out. It's usually around the 7th episode, so we got past that. I was going to say, like, we're pretty much like at that point kind of famous, you know, when you think about it. It's like... How do I live with myself when I'm just like so... Yeah, if we randomly bump into one of those 10 people that listen. <laughs> oh my God, you're the person I already know. <laughs> like all these people who walk by at this library. Do they, do they even realize? Do they that? even realize they're sitting in the presence of royalty? It's like, jeez, yeah. man. <laughs> it's funny that our stock me or our music for intros is some stock music. I know, I should figure that out. But I... I I, mean, I, mean, I said this on the previous podcast. About twenty episodes is what I'm going to allow before we figure out what how to like fix this. Uh, that's fine. But like all the but if we do it too much, it becomes kind of high demand. They just like and then it. it just changes on a whim. You're, like, you're going to lose people. Oh, really? <laughs> Drop down from ten. The music's to nine. not the same amount. <laughs> from ten to one. Well, ten's a little generous. Well, it was ten last time. Was so. it really? Yeah. Yeah, but you're people. saying consistency, not just... Well, I don't know if it's the same 10 people, I guess. Maybe it's like 15 people and then 10... Just... Someone accidentally clicked on it. I was like, wait, that's the wrong one. <laughs> <laughs> Escape. Exit. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, I don't want to buck tradition. I'll, I'll go with my story. I said I'm going to start telling stories. But uh, You have a story for me? Yeah, well, every episode, I'm going to think of some family story. Yeah, I guess you do have enough. I do. I have like 400 of them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe save them. No, I, I've, over Facebook, I've written stories for, to share for family and stuff. Yeah, and what so happened I, to your book? Well, I have it. I mean, I just, it's more for, I think, when my kids grow up, they could... Read and giggle the episodes? Yeah. Oh, my God. Is that really for kids, though? Because there's, like, where you're, like... Profanity? No. <laughs> Nudity? <laughs> Put the diaper back on! <laughs> yeah, I guess kind of. But it's, like, descriptive nudity, so it's, like... No, there's... Oh, there is one. There's actually that. descriptive nudity? Oh well, not, we were on a busy intersection, and uh, no descriptive nudity is where you describe how the like. Never mind. Okay, yeah, let's. Uh, <laughs> no, but I did have a story where we're on a, like the busiest intersection in town, yeah. and we're like, "Where is?" I think it was Shawnee at the time, sure. and we look out, and he's on the porch. He literally has his like legs crossed, his arm like leaned up against the wall, just watching the traffic, butt naked. He's <laughs> <laughs> like one or two. I wonder how many people got on the prayer list for that one. Yeah. I just looked over. <laughs> it's a trick. Yeah, we had to move off the intersection because uh, we did have, like, the police or, you know, whoever stopped by, like, you know, we should make sure the kids are. He's like, what are you talking about? Like, we're right here watching our kids. Like, oh, really? You know, I mean, you figure thousands of people pass that, that intersection. Like, it was that busy. Um, and you'd always have someone's some, gonna call. Yeah, somebody's gonna call. How many times did the cops get called in here? I mean, in ten years, three times we've had people show up. But it was like, maybe when you examine the situation, it was always like, okay, I don't even know what you're talking. About. Well, I, I recently watched a bunch of those like cop videos where it's like cops get called somewhere and something happens. And there was one where like a little kid was just like in a diaper, three years old, just like skipping down the highway, like on the side of the road. Yeah, see that call, was, was it? Was it that bad? No, it was like one was um, the kids were playing in the front yard. And so what made people nervous is that the kids are here, yeah, sidewalks like here, two, busy street, two more steps, right? Yeah. 
and but the kids knew their boundaries. You should have been like, no, officer. There's a there's a shot call and everything. If they get past it, they get tased. <laughs> They've already learned the hard way. Many times. <laughs> Many times. No, they're, they're safe. <laughs> but then our our uh, deck was up, a, like kind of out of the way, like so so. Mary would have a clear view of the kid, right? Yeah. But then it looks like the kid's unattended. So I, I guess it kind of made sense. But the one time the cop pulls up, it's like, uh, so are those your kids? Yes. Have you watched them? Yes. Um, <laughs> have okay. you ever watched them? No, no. Are you, like, oh, are you've you been you here the whole time watching them? Yes. Yeah. Sounds good. Yeah, like, <laughs> that was it. Like, that's the extent of it. Yeah. They never, like, but, like, three times was ever the same cop. Again, No. I mean, because sometimes it's like, um, like third time, fourth time. It's like, well, now the you know. no, but over ten years, right? And big gaps between that. So yeah, it's like okay. no, but it'd be hilarious. It's actually kind of surprising. It's only three then. No, I mean, we watch our kids. Like, you know, let them roam free. And like one kid slips out the door. Someone no, calls me. Like, yeah, well, we had. Um, I remember Shawnee once. I mean, I was standing right there, but he almost like bolted across the street, and there was a car coming. But then he hesitated because we had done the like stop and look both ways enough that even even though he was being I guess kind of naughty, his instinct kicked over and yeah. he, he hesitated and the you know like so it was like oh, if, okay. if he didn't do that do you think he could have like I mean what if you actually jumped in the street? I mean he was headed right to the car and the car I don't know if would have seen him because he was bolting, but it was just amazing. What's a little kid bolting though? How old is he? Uh, three or four. <laughs> I mean. You like say a, bolting as if it's like an adult. No, like... Um, so he like waddled to the street? Okay. No, they can run at that Can point. they? Yes. Now, when do you develop the ability to run at that <laughs> You have no concept. Like, kids start walking Yeah, when do one. kids have the ability to start seeing? Are they like little puppies? <laughs> Their eyes aren't developed? <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to lie. I haven't had a kid or two yet, so... Okay. Still well, you haven't... Enough nieces and nephews, don't you? Have yeah, but when they're in baby stage, it's like, hey, you got it. I'll I'll talk to him when they're fourteen, when they can actually have a conversation. I yeah. would tell mom, um, I'll I'll talk to the kids when they're two. Like you deal with baby stuff and diapers, all that stuff. I'll start playing them when they're two, and then I started having kids of my own, and I start had started with that kind of attitude. It was like didn't know how to deal with babies right that well, but I've grown into it. How do you talk to like a four year old? I'm just always like, so what's your favorite color nowadays? <laughs> What are, you, what are your thoughts on the geopolitical landscape <laughs> yeah. right now? <laughs> I, I wait until they're eight for that, but it's like <laughs> when they're four, it's like you know, you eat your vegetables? No, yeah, me Same. neither. <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to. It's a myth. <laughs> What's it about, dude? <laughs> yeah, I hear the red stuff's good for you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love the red stuff. <laughs> So what's going on? It's been like a week or two. Has it? Damn, it always feels like... I know. I, I know it's been a little while when people are like, yeah, it's an for them. Later, I a tux or two tuxes. I get weddings back to back and it's like $600. Oh my gosh. God. And it's only renting. Yeah. It's insane. But apparently with an inflation, uh, they said suit prices have gone down. Like he said, originally these things would be like five hundred dollars each, but they've gone down. So, don't know how. Yeah, from five hundred to what five four seventy five. <laughs> no, actually, five hundred to two hundred. Oh, that's weird. Yeah, insane. I was like, so is the fabric different? And he's like, I don't know. Also, have you ever had your tailored? 
Taylor what? Uh, okay, when you do a joke about like killing someone, is it just like can it ever be taken in a not a weird way? Like, so they have to measure you, and then they put it around your neck, and they're like, "Don't worry, no one has hired me to has hired me oh, to that's kill weird. you." Oh, that's but weird. like twenty bucks, we'll see. And it's like, but that's weird. It just the joke never. <laughs> it only lands if your tone of voice is not anything that's not like. I'm gonna kill you. Even that's weird. Even that, it, it's like you can't. It's just weird. No, but there, there is a thing in like where it's like, oh man, I'm gonna kill you for that. No. Yeah, that, yeah. Even like, that, even that sounds weird. I'm saying there. I can't think of a good example, but there's ways you kind of like. All right, a two-year-old says it. All right, they can't. They, they're not gonna overpower you. So it's a that no. is fine. <laughs> I, I'm I, I'm thinking there's expressions that kind of like. Man, my wife's gonna kill me if I blah blah blah. You know. Yeah, but that's not them actually threatening you. But then you go home and your wife's like, "I'm gonna kill you." No, I've heard like, <laughs> if you're gone all day, like, like, you know, golfing or whatever, like, that may be the last thing you do. Or I don't know. Like, there's, I can't think of a good example. Exactly, because there is none. It's impossible. No, I, especially with a random person. Okay, that's that's the worst that's the part. problem. And then use the killing joke with the, like a weird tone. Like I don't know if the yeah. Did I don't you know if the tone way? was completely weird. No, I just I the don't. The way you said it there was kind of like. Yeah. Is that how he said it? Yeah, kind of. That's strange. Also, a lot of no homos were being said. What? Like, like oh, I'm gonna I have to touch this. No homo. What? Yeah. Uh, Don't no. go back there. <laughs> I, I have to to get the tux. <laughs> oh, oh, hey, what's up? Jeez. <laughs> oh, what else is going on? Uh, okay, so it's... What else is who, well, who else is the other wedding? Oh, Luke's. Look at you saying names. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, what's the first name? I think we're maybe fine. But what if they think about it? You know, they put seven things together. They Google... Pinpoint it. <laughs> Uh, the, uh, what's a wedding with somebody named Luke in the next year? <laughs> <laughs> I got it. <laughs> I got him. It, it doesn't even necessarily have to be next year. Because I'm, I'm suiting. I could, I could get a tux for three years from now. Yeah. We, there's somebody in my extended family that's, they're like, get ready. We're getting married in a year and a half. You're like, what? How long can you sit in the fiance stage until you level up? To the that always stage. makes me nervous. Like we had friends that um, they were like, "We're getting married in basically two years." And it's like, "What?" So you're just gonna keep dating? Is pretty much what it means. Yeah, it's that always found. But then when I you see them married and they have a bunch of kids, like it's totally like that was fine. Like yeah. it made me nervous about like where are you mentally if like you're not in a rush, right? Like when I've talked to my friends that they got married, it was very like they're ready to get to their next stage of life. They're excited about it, right? Yeah. I and mean, you're like, yay, I'm excited. In the next two years, you're just like, are you trying to milk this whole, like, fiancé thing? You I think know. it's just to keep feeling it out. Like, they, 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 one day they said, hey, I don't want this person to be with anyone else. I don't want them to have the ability to go anywhere else. But I'm still not sure. Yeah, that, I mean. Because that's kind of what it is at the end of the day. And that's kind of my take, my feeling. So I, I, I feel nervous for the couple, I guess. I mean, how, like, how long were you engaged? Five months. Really? Yeah, because I, I feel like if I mean, I, if I had my choice, it'd been like eight because uh, I like wanted to like wait till the middle of summer or whatever. But uh, 
uh, one, my brother-in-law was going to the military, so they had to move it up. Typically, six is the normal. Yeah. But, like, I don't know. I think I was like, oh, August. They're like, oh, May. I'm like, okay. <laughs> Can um, you uh, reschedule wedding? Do people do that? Um, well, we had one friend. Because, um, you, like, you send out all the RSVPs, and they're like, hey, that's exactly exact. psych. <laughs> no, there's one. Um, he sent it out. I was like, oh, I'm really – because I – um, the girl's a little, like, um, nervous because he wasn't asking. and then Asking what? Like, to marry her before, previously. So he sent out the RSVP. Let me not, back up a little bit. But they haven't married? <laughs> I, I visited for a reunion. Uh, okay. And she was like, oh, is he going to ask? And, like, people were, like, take me aside, like, yeah, he's kind of indecisive. Mm-hmm. And so they were kind of nervous for her. And then he asked. I was like, oh, that's amazing. So I wrote her, oh, Congratulations. And then I couldn't make the wedding because of some conflict. So I wrote them, and they're like, oh, yeah, it got postponed. Don't worry. It's going to happen. It's been like two years now. It never never happened. Are they still engaged? No. Oh, so they're married. No. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. So I don't think he – maybe he's just not marriage type. Do you know – so, like, apparently Mormons actually get married really quickly. Like, it's weird for them to be dating longer than, like, six months. You knew that? And then they get married right away. Well, I, th- I thought they get married young, too. I mean, nowadays in American culture, it's like, you got married early 20s? I mean, the, the dumb that Adele song. weird. Yeah, my wife loves Adele song, like the new one. And it's like... Of course, they're all amazing. Yeah, but her, her song is like, oh, don't don't blame me. We got married so young. And she was like in her mid-20s. It's like, <laughs> give me a break. 31. <laughs> yeah, no, that that's like the, it's like, oh, don't get married until you're at least in your 30s. Like, what are you even talking about? Oh, that's just American, or not American, that's just culture nowadays. I mean, you're, like, um, when, when do you think our grandparents got married? 18? 18, 19. 16? <laughs> I mean, uh, yeah, I don't know, it's, it's weird because, like, um, because I was listening to some podcast, it was a, it's a, Oh, who's a, that professor Peterson? Why the hell would I know? Oh, he's like, in like people your age, people like him. Who, Dr. Phil? No. That's the only, <laughs> that's the only big name I know. Anyway, his daughter has a podcast. I was listening to a clip from it because uh, somebody posted it. Yeah. And she was talking about the, like the lie that, that you could have kids just easily when you're in mid-30s. You know, because all these women are like, oh, put it off, put it off, put it off. And they, in the 35, they try to have kids and they can't, you know. Yeah. And it's it's a lie that um, you're so, pushing on these women that they could just ha- you know have a family late because some people's bodies don't work that way. So if we're trying to stack like hypothetically like six kids, what age are we looking to get married? What, 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 what's your advice? Better get a move on. God damn. <laughs> <laughs> no, I have a friend. Uh, their their parents got married at like 31, 32, and they had six kids. But they were both 32. Okay. Well, if I wanted, like, 15 kids, am I late? <laughs> well, it was not my intention, but I married somebody younger, so it worked out that way. Yeah. Not your intention. <laughs> well, my hes- hesitation was when we met, she was, like, 19. I was, you know, late 20s. Um, but then, you know, after a while, you're just like, this person really works, you know, for mm-hmm. me. And what what was the day? Was the day that you were like, yes, I want to marry her? Was it like I don't care about anyone else, or is it like 
I'm already old enough that I should probably marry by now. Or... I would never marry somebody just for utilitarian. So if you were 40, you wouldn't panic marry? Well, yeah. If you, I would rather be single the rest of my life than panic marry. Because the person you Coincidentally, her name is Mary. But I wouldn't panic marry. I wouldn't marry Mary. Mary. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, because yeah. that decision really can impact your life. It's no, like, totally. You have to. Kind of. You have to find somebody that like fits you or that, that is God's person for you. So yeah. if you're like, this will make a great partnership. It's like, oh man, that would be a disaster. If like you were going into it like as a partnership and that's it. That's extension. Yeah. Like, like two companies merging. Like <laughs> we work well together. It's like, it yeah. Like, it was actually fun. Well, a long time, I think it was elementary school, a priest came in and was like asking like everyone, like what's the first thing that happens after you get married? And I was like, joint bank account? <laughs> I don't know if I knew what a joint bank account was back then. <laughs> but um, no, but there's a lot of people that don't even have that. Joint like, they get married and they're like, no, our finances are still separate. You're like, what? Yeah, those are people that probably learned that they shouldn't trust anyone. No, but that, it's okay, it's fine. Like, maybe you have two incomes, maybe. No, but like, but I, the mindset that you have that lack of trust. <laughs> Yeah, it's a symptom of a lack of trust that's there, right? No, but like I have a friend who like he barely wants to get married, and he explained that like don't even send your wife anything through text that could ever get you in trouble. He's like never text her anything like that could be taken as like sexual. No, no pictures, no nothing. You you basically only can do it in person because she will hold it against you no matter it, like circumstances. And it's like no, but then okay, let's. But just he has say, trust issues. Like he literally makes it sound like she's out to get you while you're married. So here's the problem. Okay, he gets married, right? Yeah. It under it falls apart, right? And he's like, "See, I told you so." <laughs> no, it's like no, because you fundamentally didn't go into it with like love to be. You need to go into it and 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 be willing to be left holding the bag. Where the bag? The, the expression is left holding the bag, mm-hmm. like. Let's say you you get into a partnership with a friend business-wise and you've leveraged everything, right? And then they screw up and then you lose everything, right? Oh, like a colostomy bag. <laughs> <laughs> no. I think I'm going to be careful what expressions I use in the Oh, I could, I could turn anything against you. Oh, that's true. See, it's, it's the same thing with the text. Okay. Okay, think of it. Think of it this way: like a kid on the top of a playset, right? And his dad says, "Jump!" Right? What well, yeah, the, the kid, kid has to have complete trust, right? Yeah. So if the kid jumps and the dad steps away and lets the kid fall, <laughs> yeah, who's 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 you'd, this on? You'd screw the kid. The kid would never trust anyone again. Yeah, yeah. But my point is, like, you have that have that level of trust. Who, whoever you get married, oh and, and it yeah, puts puts you at risk. But if you don't have that level of trust. The, it's gonna fail because because of the lack of trust, and then you're gonna be like, "See, I told you so." No, it's no because you didn't you didn't go into it with the right perspective to begin with. Your your uh, insistence that it was gonna fail is why it failed. Yeah, like it's a self fulfilling prophecy. And so, with these people that don't trust, and they go in marriage, and it's like, oh, "I'm not taking your last name," and oh, no joint bank accounts. Is that and, why a lot of actors don't like? I always see like actors get married, and then it's like their last name doesn't change. And well. It's like, a lot of times, legally it changes, but they still have to publicly keep it. Like, a, I had a professor that married um, a different teacher, but it was like philosophy of love or something. You're at a Catholic school, and it was like, well, you need to take his last name. 
No, her name was a brand. She had books. Oh. So she had to be called Professor Blah Blah Blah, whatever it was. But legally, she was still, you know, married. She still had his last name. Mm. Well, and so even with like um, actors and stuff, I kind of get it because their name is a brand, and then it, it's, it becomes difficult. Yeah. Um, so even if they don't legally change it, but so I'm not even talking about, and there could be other reasons why they don't change it. But if your reason is a lack of trust or like I won't let a man tie me down or whatever like that, if you go into a marriage like that, the marriage is going to fail. Yeah. Be, because uh, the, uh, I mean, because it's never like right, wrong to to cheat. It's never right to cheat or anything. But a lot of times, if you get into the guy's mind of why they did it, again, it's wrong. Do you think it was he, like he was trying to seek out something that he should have been able to find in his wife, but he he sought it out somewhere else because she wasn't providing it because she had kind of an animos animosity towards what he represented in the marriage, you know. If you did everything right and you were what that person like wants in marriage, could they cheat unprovoked? Like, could they just happen? I mean, we're fallen people. Like, that's a scary thought. It's like it you, you do everything right and then they cheat. It's like, well, I mean, shit. But think about God, right? Yeah. At at the um, was it the Garden of Gethsemane? Like he don't you mean Guardians of the Galaxy? <laughs> No, it did not mean that. I actually thought you were trying to say that. He was like, so he was uh, in the garden, wor uh, worried about the fate of humanity, and he's like, oh, that future movie, it's going to be out. <laughs> 2000, whatever many years. Um, that's going to be amazing. Because, well, I mean, we don't even know if, uh, if the, uh, apparently the calendar's off by like three years too. Oh, is it really? Yeah. Wait, really? Yeah, apparently it was like, I don't know. I was, so it's actually 20... God damn it, that's why I failed math. <laughs> 2025. 20, but then he died at 33, so it was at 33 AD that he died, not zero? This seems confusing. Yeah. We'll have to do the math of how far Guardians yeah, of the Galaxy was. What do you from... think life would be without calendars and months and stuff? Like, what, what would we do? Okay, time out. Let me back up first. Oh, yeah, maybe. So... Um, God, God can transcend. He, he transcends time, right? So he's at the moment that you're created. He's at the moment that uh, you're living and at the moment you, you die. So there's a sense where he's there when he knows you what decision you're going to make for heaven or hell, right? Yeah. But he still dies for you. Like the, the fail in the relationship's on us, not on him. He doesn't hold something back because he knows it's not going to pan out, right? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. We have to have that same attitude in relationships where, well, I did everything I could. And even if you're anticipation, anticipating a failure, you can't let that affect how you, you can't be like, well, if you're not in, then I'm not in, right? You have to be in even if it's on the earthly side for nothing. So, like you have to say in a divine sense, it's going to be for something. You know, God's going to use that for something. And it could be for your betterment, right? You don't know what it's going to be for. But even if it's for nothing, because the person, uh, you know, has done whatever horrible thing, yeah. um, you still have to be all in. Yeah, like all in to a point that you're taking her last name. Like, Not, uh, Again, there's reasons for <laughs> exactly. I don't want to say in every case. Wait, um, actually, why did you not just... <laughs> you yeah. you kind of would take their last name? No, I'm saying... When somebody doesn't take their last name, I don't want to just prejudge no, it. No, 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 no. I'm saying as the guy, you take their last name to really prove that you're all in. 
That's what I was saying. I was like, why did you kind of oh, agree yeah. with no, me? No, there is a... I, I actually know somebody where he took her last name. Why? And, and this is why. Oh. His family was such a mess, right? Oh. And then his, his, her family had like a legacy. Like they had a, a business and all that stuff. The last name meant something, right? So he literally didn't care about his family, right? It was a disaster. It was a mess. They barely cared about him or something. I don't know the whole situation. Yeah. But he had no attachment to it. So he actually went the other way. That's actually really smart. Not smart, but like cool. Yeah. Because I really do believe in legacies and stuff like that. Yeah. Like um, like our last name means something, right? Because there's a business associated with it. Yeah. Um, so so I, I get that. So... I, again, I'm saying if your motivation for not doing X is because of a lack of trust, that's a problem. But I'm not saying every time I see that, I don't assume it's because of a lack of trust. There can be circumstances I'm just not aware yeah. of. And at that time, I was like, wait, why is this? Like, I was trying to piece it together. Yeah, but he has, to, he he has to explain that to a lot of people because that's such cares. a – yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Especially after – like the only time – the only reason people care about stuff is how you look in front of other girls. <laughs> at least – Coming from, <laughs> <laughs> and if you're well established, like married kid family, it's like, hey, who cares? I don't care. Yeah, exactly. So that's but, why not everyone just tries to stay like ripped. Yeah, I don't know. I kind of like have a irrational fear of what marriage. Uh, I mean, I'm... is that pretty justified? Well, I was talking to someone for a while, and I had a dream that I was getting married the next day and I woke up in a deep sweat <laughs> it was so scary <laughs> so if you had a hierarchy of dreams oh my god that'd be at the top of like okay, I, no, I've never about... woken up scared before like okay um, I had one where I was taking the finals of all the classes for a semester oh, that's just and, stupid. I, and, and I didn't go to any of the classes oh well that's just I still I mean no that one I woke up like oh my gosh like I've got to learn like I gotta a learn whole semester, <laughs> and like I got to learn aerodynamic. Wait, when I take aerodynamic? No, exactly. <laughs> no, but the, the panic from that. Okay, and then yeah. you have the classic like you woke up like naked, and, and you're like in school or whatever. Like that's a famous one. Like you're you in public. woke up though. No, I woke up naked. So you're in. <laughs> you woke up from a dream in which you were like in public naked. Like that's a, a classic one. Right? I've actually never had that one. Oh really? Did you? I can't remember the last time, but it, it, when somebody explained that to me, like, oh, that means this, I was like, oh, okay. Like, as though it, I, again, I can't remember exact, because a lot of my dreams, like, I, list, I, you have a vague sense of what happened, and then all of a sudden it's just like gone. Mm -hmm. I can't, I can't really remember. Well, I always, like, try to think of ideas or something. So, so I, what's more terrifying? Sorry, let's, oh, it, take another step back. The, yeah, sorry. The marriage one or, uh, test? Uh, no, wait, uh, being in public naked. Which dream would be more terrifying? Marriage. Well, it depends. It depends <laughs> on who. If I was just like some random person said, "We're getting married," that's scarier than me. I would go run out naked right now, then go marry someone I did not like. See, and that's that's the difference, right? Yeah. Like I had a friend that um, I still, I'm still friends, but um, he was like most happy-go-lucky guy. Just could interact in any situation, never phased by anything. But he was around this girl he liked, and he was like a sputtering fool, right? Yeah. And that so tends every to happen. Yeah, but she was so easygoing; like it made no sense, right? Um, like she's the most easygoing. Yeah, but person. sometimes you can look past that. Like when you're in the situation, yeah. you kind of forget who she is, and you just overthink. That's just natural. So when he he finally met his spouse, 
um, everything felt easy, felt very interesting. Like it changed the whole dynamic of all these problems he had suddenly just disappeared were no issue. And I, and I uh, can kind of relate to that. I thought you were saying like personalities because I was like, yeah, I no, feel like her, I've had a lot of personalities, but it's like, no, the like she has a similar thing. personality. The easy Everything thing was easy. Like, yeah. Like things you thought you'd be worried about. It's like, yeah, whatever. I don't care. Um, so my point is this without the context of the person that you want to marry, like all the stuff's terrifying. Yeah. But when you put it in the context of a person you love and that loves you, it it, like, it is everything. it is weird because when I do think about that person, it does seem easier. So you're right, <laughs> myth busted. <laughs> but if you, with the, the French girl you've never met, you would no, not her. Oh, okay, um, French girl. I mean, she's number three. <laughs> no, but if you put the person, let's say a person that's on the potential list, you put it in that slot, and it's terrifying. That yeah. may be a warning sign. If you did what? Okay, so this. When I said when you take the right person and put it in the context of marriage and having to make these commitments to her and it's kind of scary. Yes. Like you, you're, the the concept of marriage is scary, right? Yeah. I said, but if you find the right person where they seem to love you, you love them, and you put it in that same context of these decisions you have to make and like things you have to give up, and it's not so ter terrifying. But if there's somebody you're interested in and you put it in that slot, it's still terrifying. That <laughs> it's probably the wrong person. Yeah. I don't know. All right, so let's just throw this person I've never talked to in that category. Honestly, it's not as scary as some people have already met, but it's still pretty scary. Okay. All right. Like, I'd rather take a gamble with with a person than a lot of people I've talked to and, like, had a lot of good. Like, here, there was one person. Like, this was, like, this was probably the moment where, I like, changed it. They were, like, so... Could you see us marrying in the future? And it was like, before that, it was like, eh. And then right there, like, no. <laughs> the relationship's over. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's the way you should be viewing this stuff, but people have kind of, like, separated. Well, you kind of you kind of date, and then you don't really think about marriage. And then it's like, oh, yeah, there is that end goal. Yeah. No, but I'm saying culture is like, totally divorced it. Like, marriage and, like... Okay, now I'm done with the fun dating. Oh, now let me look into marriage. It should they they should be unified in the beginning, and then you end up in these like horrible relationships with, with kids that you should shouldn't be have kids with, and it's like oh it was horrible. It's like yeah, well you didn't have d dating in the right perspective to begin with. Yeah, you dated people. It's like oh they were fun to hang out with the bar. It's like yeah, but he's a klepto and he lies all the time and he like not responsible. Can't hold a job. It's all these things that like yeah, I mean those things should have been considered when you were. Yeah. You know, doing whatever with that. Well, person. some people's arguments is, like, they will change. I will make them change. It's like, the, the only thing I think I've ever really seen something that has changed consistently is people's party life. Partiers always kind of die out. Yeah. But other things, like, if they're, like... Your problems get amplified. It isn't that they go away. I mean, yeah. unless there's a life-changing event, you know, a religious experience, or, like, you have a kid and you're like, oh, my gosh, i got to get my act together. But... If, if you're kind of annoyed by something, you get married, you're going to be really annoyed by something. Well, if like, there's a red flag before you get married, it becomes like a banner. Like a giant banner. <laughs> like it gets amplified. But how do you meet someone who, who has zero red flags? Nobody, okay, nobody has no red you flags. You just mean like a radical red flag? Like, can't hold a job. That's a massive red flag. Yeah, I guess. Because money is important. Yeah, but... Not even that, but being able to work, like you're valuable. Enough. Oh, the values of the person are kind of 
like the work is almost beside the point. It's like, are you willing to commit this kind of effort? And like, you're being yelled at by your boss and you don't, you know, it's like, I got to take some of this, you know, swallow my pride in these cases yeah. because my family is more important. Now, the second you get yelled at, you're like, F off. And you're, it's like, I can't take this. It's like, yeah, you're going to go to the next job and you're going to tell them F off too. Because yeah. it, it all sucks. But when you care, but when your pride is below your value to the family entity and your spouse, like I have to take, swallow some, some, you know, chip sandwiches, you know, um, just for the, the betterment of my family. Like it, like that, that's something that's valuable, but it doesn't just show up. You either have that kind of work ethic and that you know, it's called a hierarchy. I always call it a hierarchy of goods. You know, what's most important in your life. But if you're at the top, you get married, they don't suddenly, you don't suddenly put yourself below other things. It usually gets amplified. All right. So like, right. do you get like a rough top five red flags? Oh, top five. Controlling, is that one of them? Controlling. Um, superficial. Explain a little bit more in depth. If your entire relationship is based on the fact that, um, oh, well, they're amazing, they look awesome, and they're like oh, athletic and all that stuff. It's all, oh, we, all superficial we had, stuff. We actually had a relationship like that in our grade where they're like, the two most athletic people are perfect, and I think she cheated, and they broke up like three times. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because somebody's going to become more attractive, or you, you know, let's say she has kids and then she loses some of the physical appearance, or you get older. I mean, that happens to everybody. Yeah. Um, oh, really? so yeah. Not Tom Brady. I mean, there's some Tom people. Tom Brady like, looks like eleven year old. No, but there's some people. It's like, uh, um, <laughs> I had something in college, or like, their mom visited. They're like, well, you know, that girl's going to look good because her mom, like, because she was still attractive in her fifties, yeah. you know. So occasionally, I guess, like... Well, you got to kind of look at the parents. Like, if the mom just looks like, you know... Yeah, but again, that's not something to base your... Because even... even but if you subconsciously think about it. Don't tell me you didn't ever think about, like... like what I'm saying is, even if, let's just say, you stayed, like, super attractive, if you're married to that person, you'll take it for granted. Yeah. Like, it loses its appeal, like everything in life, right? Oh, yeah. Um, so if your if relationship's based upon the physical, you're going to take it for granted. And I mean, um, uh, Schwarzenegger, he cheated on like, some, yeah, with, with some, like some nanny, but she was like an old lady, older lady. Like she was not physically attractive. Gross. Why? <laughs> Why? I, I don't know. I don't know how to explain this. It's just crazy. It's, it's, it's not, my point is like he... Again, I'm, I don't know how to get into his head, but you're you're seeking something that's outside the relationship, but it was beyond physical appearance. Yeah. Like there's something else missing, and or maybe it was control for him, or who knows? I mean, whatever it was, it was completely wrong and unacceptable. Yeah. But um, but my point is like this idea, like oh, I'm marrying the super attractive person, like everything's going to be great now for the next thirty years. That's not how it works. Um, I mean, that becomes one of the least important things. You like to, to think you can trust a person, that they're not going to blab everything all the time, um, that they're as committed to the relationship as you are, that they're not like, you know, always having their attention diverted to other stuff that's not as important. Uh, I don't know. I mean, you'd like them to at least have an interest in kids. Like, 
Yeah, that's another thing I've noticed is like on the dating apps, there's like five people in a row that just had no interest in kids. Yeah. I think it's just kind of becoming a common thing. Yeah, that's... Well, a lot of people also seem to not be able to have kids. Like just with eating disorders and stuff, apparently that can really like mess with your system. Yeah. So like doctors telling like you might not be able to have kids. Or like, I don't, do, do you think di- diabetes can affect that? I know diabetes is not hereditary. If both parents had diabetes, they, they don't. But I don't know how much it like, I don't, if you I can don't have know. a kid. I don't even want to speculate on like that. Um, on like what prevents that. But there's, I mean, I'm sure there's many causes for why people are infertile. Yeah. Because that would suck is just to not be able to have them. You know, like you have the option, but. Why do somebody, a friend I knew, she got married. I don't think she could have kids or I don't know if it was him or her, but they, they just adopt. adopted. Yeah. Yeah. They adopted first a boy and then three, three uh, siblings. So they have four kids now. Oh, nice. They still adopting or no? Uh, I mean, they haven't. I don't know if they're open to it. But hmm. all right, so superficial, not trustworthy, no work ethic, controlling, no work ethic, not trustworthy. Okay, what's number five of? Mm. Not moral, I guess. No morals. Not moral. I feel like that's kind of with the trust thing, though. Uh, maybe. Because trust is, or like lying is a, you know, moral. Well, I mean, you could have a disposition towards um, not telling the truth, but still like try to do what God wants. Mm-hmm. But I think just in general, putting your hopes and dreams over, you know, what God wants you to do. Yeah. Oh, like, so when you say moral, you're thinking more like religiously. Yeah, more um, that you're willing to like. Oh, that is that that is a 180 from what we're living right now. Like that's a tough thing, but I do feel God's calling me to do that. I mean, but there's so many times that examples I gave of Dad doing just absolutely bonkers things. But it was, I think, in retrospect, it was God telling him to do it. And he was just like, okay, let's do it. Mm. You know, decisions he made in business and um, like the big one is moving to a small town, just randomly where we knew nobody. I mean, look back at it, it's insane. Yeah, apparently the town, like, also was most farmland. It's just, like, the house that we own is just in the middle of a block that used to all just be farm, and there's, like, three houses. Do you know that? I mean... You should have. You you were the age, but, like, yeah. No, there were houses. What are you talking about? Was there a pasture nearby? No. the hell was mom telling me then? (laughs) So you're saying... Before we moved there, maybe... That block was all still there. Really? Yeah. Was there like houses, like one block over right, one left, one back? Yes. What is she, is she talking like Oregon Trail days? <laughs> that's, that's what I'm imagining. <laughs> I imagine one house in the middle of a field and a bunch of fields. What in the world? <laughs> yes. What did she tell you in that house? Of, oh like, my God, what else do I need to think about? What else has she been <laughs> Ten years into the house, we got running water. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you never had to deal with the shovel. No, I guess not. I didn't have to plow the field. 
No, I meant the bathroom, sorry. Oh, I mean a shovel is just such a broad thing to say. Yeah, okay. Yeah. It was funnier in my head. Yeah. What else is going on? Did you did you follow the um, the the hearings for the Supreme Court that judge? Oh God, I barely know. I don't know anything about that, so obviously not. Well, so they're the Democrats forced. Um, oh man, I forget the guy's name. Is it Kennedy? No. To to resign so they could get a, like a younger judge in. Oh. So she comes up and uh, you know she's who is she? Um, something brown. I don't know. I have to look it up. Eva Brown? No, not Eva Brown. <laughs> Judge. Um, um, What's the name? Really yeah, good? it's really. <laughs> trying to read that. Oh, great. Now I know her name. Never mind. It doesn't even impact the story. Okay, go on. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Um, anyway, so. Uh, uh, so she's basically a liberal dream judge, right? Oh my god! So, so the judge, uh, so one of the senators, like, um, so keep in mind, they they're like, we've nominated a black woman now. Like, this is like Ooh. hallmark. The Democrats, like, yeah. you can't deny this black woman. Now, keep in mind, Biden filibustered a black woman earlier in different. Uh, well, yeah, how do you define filibuster? Is that where you just override everyone? You need, I think at that time, we needed 60 votes, and he just prevented her from getting through. Like, he was one of the votes that just made sure that did she, her name nomination didn't proceed. So, Biden, the one that's nominating this black woman, filibustered a different black woman. So, the hypocrisy is just, like, through the roof. I still barely understand. What's a, what's a gerrymandering? Never heard that term? Is that... Um, I don't know. You could literally tell me anything right now, and I'll believe you. <laughs> Apparently, um, I believe fallacies. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, it sounds like uh, FDR tried to, he didn't like the way the Supreme Court was uh, ruling on some of his cases, so he was just trying to fill the, uh, the court with like more and more of his judges to get the numbers, because there's no set number in the Constitution. That's what Jerry is? I think so. Oh. Why is FDR the wrong. example? Because he's, he's the one that tried to do it. Oh, okay. And then so the Democrats uh, were forced, were acute, uh, were trying to do that again with Biden, but the, the, the Senate is so it's 50-50, so they couldn't get anything done yeah. because uh, one of the Democrats like this is complete lunacy, and so he just prevented them from doing it. Oh, that one guy? Is he switching, is he switching sides? No. Someone said he might. Well, they keep, keep saying that, but he, apparently he's a glutton for punishment because they keep calling him names. He's like, I guess I'm still a Democrat. But they're calling you the worst names possible. Like, why don't you he's just... He's like glutton like a... for punishment? Like, he likes it? <laughs> okay, how long, if, you, if you're in a group... I just mean when you define it as gluttony. It's like you like it. You like eating food. Well, that's the, the expression is like, oh, you, you apparently like... You oh, made, oh made fun so, of so it's like apparently likes it, glutton. When people say that, it's almost it's an kind of insulting term. Like, apparently, you like being insulted by yeah. the people that are supposedly on your side, um, because they've they've been calling the worst names possible. Yeah, you know, and yet you know, it goes right back to it because he could he could deal such a blow to them if he switched, then it would make the Republicans control the Senate and everything's done. Yeah. So he has the power to 
destroy um, like all they're trying to do before the midterms. Mm. But for some reason, he doesn't do it. I mean, if his values shift to a Republican, could he? His still, values are. Could, could he shift values but still classify himself as? He's what you would call um, a conservative Democrat or um, like a moderate Democrat. He has some modern. Mo- that is not a mod- modern. Moderate. Democrat. Moderate Democrat. Oh, they said moderate. Most of those have been forced out of Congress in the past twenty years. Yeah. Anybody that's like pro-life Democrat, or all the, they've been forced out and like midtermed out of existence. But he's one because he's in a, a, a red state, and they could just kind of like him. He's just like this, you know, gun-toting uh, Democrat. He just keeps getting in because people like him. Yeah. In his state. Are you, are you saying they like you when you're not fake? Weird. Yeah, so, but the problem is it's like, but you're a Democrat. Yeah, I mean, your state, literally everything about him is against your values. Do you know what that's called? What, what is that called? Confused boner. <laughs> I've never heard of that term. You've never heard that term no. before? Oh no. Are you, oh, so you're saying you haven't heard these terms here? Oh, like, stop. <laughs> beep, beep, beep. <laughs> Just like dead air for like three minutes. Okay, are you done? No, another five minutes. Okay. That's At the end, I'm like, ah, oh, make it stop. <laughs> but yeah. Um, anyway, so. Two two famous things that happened in the one was uh, um, one of the uh, GOP uh, because again the Democrats are like you're, you're whatever you identify it's like then why are you touting this black woman because you know who cares you just woman doesn't mean anything anymore you know woman yeah. of the year is now a guy the swimmer of the year is now a guy as all these guys are taking over women positions now I liked your uh, your meme with the Wonder Woman thing. Oh, what a... It was like, I, I remember Wonder Woman, but now it's, I wonder if it's a woman. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, that's where we're at. It's, yeah. what is it, uh, like comedy is like, uh, I mean, it's only works when there's an element of truth. Yeah. yeah and that's so true, it's like... Yeah, because if that wasn't a thing, I'd just be like, I don't get it. So, one of the GOP senators is like, can you identify a woman? She's like, well, I'm not a biologist. <laughs> And so now she's now a walking meme because you have like a guy like he's just like oh no it's the cartoon where the like superhero he's like sweating and he's like wiping his brow. Oh, and those two buttons. Yeah, yeah. But they just did his face and then up above it's a men's and women's bathroom. Like he, <laughs> he doesn't know which way. Yeah. Oh, which way do I go? I didn't take a class in biology. <laughs> and then I thought of what it was. Uh, Ooh, if it walks like a duck and talks like a duck. I don't know. I'm not a zoologist. <laughs> <laughs> That's really good. <laughs> not bad. <laughs> That's pretty good, actually. Yeah. Um, um, so what's the, so, so, what's the moral of the story? So the moral of the story is like what she's entering into that there's nothing real. Nothing is real. Like if you look at a sky. This is the candidate? Yeah. She, is, she embodies what the Democrat Party represents now, which is. Oh, a puppet. Yeah, but no, she embodies the value of like, there's nothing objective we can look at. We can't say anything and know for a fact that it's real. It's all what you want to make it to be. And she's literally demonstrating that by saying, what's a woman? I don't know. I'm not a biologist. And then if a biologist said it's a woman, it's like, well, that, that's racist. Like, like even if a biologist came and said a woman is, X, you know, the chromosome thing, X and X, or two X's, um, yeah. 
they would say, well, that's still, I mean, still however you want to identify it because then that, that, that the trans quote unquote woman that won the, the race wouldn't qualify. So I don't even know why she's asking a biologist because they would reject the biologist's findings. So you're like, she's just a can right now or she's in? Um, it sounds like they just really want to force her through. Yeah. Okay. But even the Republicans are like, because they, they are all about like, oh, we don't want to be racist. So they're just going to blindly vote for whatever black candidate the Democrats put up. But, the, but this is so bad that even some of them that were on the fence were like, uh, no. Um, but the Democrats have enough, technically. But here's the, the bigger issue. <laughs> Believe it or not, there's a bigger issue. So Ted Cruz asked her, you have, let's say, 100 cases of child porn, right? Yeah. In every case, you were more lenient than even the defense required. Oh, is this girl? Yeah, same same lady. So the defense said, no, the prosecution said, uh, this guy has 6,000 images, right? Um, the prosecution said 20 years in jail. Defense said, no, just make it two. She gave him three months. And then, and then so, um, so she's like, well, define this, like, explain this to me. And then she's like, well, I don't want a 15-minute mistake to send him to jail for 50 years. It's like, well, for one, it was um, three three months, not – I mean, that's a wide It's a lot, lot of downloading. And like, oh, no, I actually clicked it all. I oh, got 6,000 images. It's all downloading. And it's like if you <laughs> accidentally made a 15-minute mistake, you don't have the FBI breathing down your door. Yeah. Like this is a systemic problem in your life. You know, it's built into your DNA. To be doing this if you've attracted the attention of the authorities and it's like if you ask everybody like what's the most morally wrong thing you usually think of like child that stuff it's just like yeah no so i was it, joking with somebody said if you let's see you're a murderer in jail you probably have like a tattoo of like skull and crossbones like for every guy you murdered right yeah like that's like a badge of, oh my gosh stay right away from that guy he's a murderer oh what are you in for i burned down a building oh my gosh right oh that's a pedophile over there Let's kill him. Yeah. You know, it's like, like even in jail, that's the worst thing possible. And then, but now the Democrats are become the child of pedophilia. Like, it's so disgusting. Yeah. And I, I think there's going to be, because I've always said, like, the line of demarc demarcation for me is abortion, right? But you could kind of talk then to the woman's, like, I know people that, like, don't really like abortion, but they're so convinced that it's a, um, a woman's issue, like oh, horrible like thing that's being thrust upon them, and they're scared, and, and then they misunderstand abortion. Like they think, oh, what if it's in the fallopian tube? Well, it's not technically abortion. You're trying to save the mom, and the result is the baby dies. It's not the attack on the baby directly. But they misunderstand that. So all that, it, for when I when I say that that's a line of demarcation. There's so many cases where. Somebody has that position, I kind of know why, where they're coming from, even though they're wrong, right? But what's the pro and con of ch uh, child pornography? Yeah. Like, who's on the pro side? The, well, apparently they wanted to add the letter into the, what, what's LGBTQ. They wanted to put a P in there for pedophiles. So well, that's, oh, apparently that's who, who pro is ped pedophilia, and it's like... No, but, but that's where they're heading, and it's like, are you serious? Yeah. Like, um, Hunter Biden's laptop, I, I was telling you about this. Like, there's so many, like, young girls that are below the age in this... But, and the authorities have had it, and they've done nothing. Uh, Anthony Weiner, same thing. Like, these are candidates that... Um, yeah, what an unfortunate name. 
Um, but he was like going to run for governor of New York, and then it came out he was like sexting like teenagers. And then so they get his laptop, and it's disgusting. Like apparently the police, when they looked at it, like just started throwing up. It's what, so disgusting. What's, what's with politicians and liking kids? It just seems weird. Like, um, it seems way too coincidental. Well, there's something about like you want to destroy something that's innocent. Like the more evil you so get, the a more power it's, thing. I think so, and and I think it's like a that's a struggle stuff. against God too. I really do think. Um, and then so they've, you know, like the the women's movement is built. It's like a, it's almost designed by a white guy or yeah. white, because it's like oh, you get the women to take the drugs. Like there's no male contraceptives. It's all women. They have to take these drugs that like horribly affect their their um, their their you know their bodies you know the, with all these chemicals really and find a word <laughs> sorry uterus <laughs> and then it's like oh do the responsible thing kill the baby it's like what yeah. like and then if you have a, uh, an abortion there's no counseling to deal with like the repercussions like you have to shut them up about that um and there's just so much it's like this all helps guys like why is this a woman's movement like this is this all helps guys it doesn't help women yeah. at all um and so now that they've destroyed so much of so many women, it's like they almost like, okay, now we got to go even earlier, right? It's like, it's like they're just, they're just going earlier and earlier to destroy as many like innocent people as possible. I, I don't know how else to explain it. It doesn't make any sense to me. Like I, I can't even wrap my mind around it. Mm -hmm. But there's something about destroying innocence when you're that evil and that, that bad. That's so sadistic. I mean, because... On that movement, if a girl is struggling with, like, should I have an abortion? Like, right, so it's always yes. Yeah. Like, 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 how do we make this work? Is this really just a thing that you just want to break to your parents and you're nervous? Like, is how, it just how a little bit... affect you long term? Yeah, can we find a, a family to give the baby to so you can at least make some good out of bad, a bad situation? No, there's none of that. It's just abort. So if you went to, like, an abortion clinic, they, they use... Well, I mean, they, they paid for it, so... Yeah, it's, a, it's, it's a product to them. Yeah. Like Abby Johnson, I keep talking about, she's been in these boardrooms. It's like, how do we up production? It's like, up production? Those are human lives. It's disgusting. Like it's a factory? It's messed up. Yeah. But, but it's, um, and I've heard this before, that it's like a, a sacrament to them. Like so much of the, it's not, there's people that are Democrats that don't think about this, but I'm talking about the high levels, right? Yeah. There's people that, like, their whole families are Democrats, or they honestly think they're helping the average person. So I'm not saying every Democrat's this way, but the high level, it's almost like a rite of passage to be pro-abortion or be, like, bloodthirsty for yeah. it. Um, like, did you know Bill Clinton was pro-life? Uh, pro Al Gore, pro-life? All these guys were pro-life. Yeah. But to, to get higher office, you have to, like, you have to be, like, late-term abortion, yeah. So you're saying those two kind of switched? Anybody that seemed to get higher up had to be more and more strong in the abortion issue, which is the weirdest thing to have your whole uh, party be hinged so, upon, like destroying lives. So abortion, like the subject of abortion, it's like a, a top five subject that these presidents kind of get in with. Yeah, you have to be. Really, I didn't realize it was that big of a like. Oh yeah, you can't be. You can't be a Democrat presidential candidate, and uh, and be like middle of the road on that you have to at least why can't you why can't you just go in there and like like get in and be like all right i support life 
and then you just kind of go through that. You're saying right. you're saying they'll kind of like kick you out. On their oh own. yeah, at some point you'll be out. Um, but it's such a weird thing to be pivoting on when you're supposed to be the party of the little person. Is the Republican side that conniving, or is it just like so one-sided? With uh, like, well, the way the Republicans do it is like, oh, I support this, that, and other thing, and then they'll um, tell it out straight. of cowardice, like they don't want to lose their job, or they'll get bought off. Um, it's almost worse because they represent your values and then stab you in the back, where at least the Democrats just never pretend. You know, they have flowery words. Well, yeah, they pretend, they just always stick with it. Because, I mean, it's like what, what the theory is, it's like Republicans look evil on the outside but are good on the inside, and then Democrats look good on the outside and are evil on the inside. Well, I don't know. Like... Majority, if there's obviously. literally at the Democrat convention, the name God came up and they booed him. Like, if you're on the fence of where the Democrat Party is now, like you're just, you, no. you, your head's in the same. I heard this like six years ago, so obviously they've really shifted. They've they've drastically shifted. Yeah, where did this even come from? It's just they're so angry nowadays. I mean, they're at at war with God. Like, forget all the words that they say. Just look at their actions. They're at war with God. And. Yeah. And the, the essence of that in humanity is with, with young children, whether it's babies in abortion or pedophilia, right? Yeah. And that's – so at a, I don't know why they're doing it like as a person. Like what's compelling to do this? But at a spiritual level, it's like a conflict with God, right? Like what, what makes you want to do that to a child? Like I, I, I can't even begin to answer that question. Like – it's disgusting. Yeah. But um, but a spiritual level, there is something about wanting to you know, destroy the most innocent. And and so when I've heard like on Catholic side, like a theologian say that um, you know abortion is the sacrament of that side. And again, I'm not talking all Democrats, but the core of the Democrat Party. Um, and then, so you say, okay, well, that seems like, that seems extreme to say that. And then you watch it for the next the past 30 years. You're like, you, you can't include anything else. Like, that's something they just refuse to compromise on. Hmm. Like, it's as many abortions as possible. It's a sad reality. It's a, it is sad. Um, and so when you see this um, this judge go up and then, so it's like, Nobody's outraged by this. Like, in, in again, regular people are, but like, even the Republicans. You but just, you're just not surprised by anything anymore. Yeah. Remember the remember? Did I send you the video? It was where the girl was standing like, in the mirror, and she's like, she's like, come here, boy. <laughs> and like, it's just a dog. And your mind, my mind was like, it's a, it's a guy. I know it's a guy. And the guy who posted the video, he's like, I thought it was a guy. I yeah. get, like, and it was like, goes, I wasn't surprised. I would, I, he's like, what's wrong with society that it, our mind is thinking it's a guy? I don't, like, and it's like, that's a valid question. It's like he's going to come with a thing in his mouth and a gimp suit. Like, I just, I just knew it. <laughs> yeah, but, but that's a valid point. Like, why are yeah. we in society? Like, we're at that point. Like, but, what would shock you anymore? I don't know. Nothing. It's so sad. And our kids have grew up in this. Yeah. It's the future. <clears throat> Almost. I don't know. I would say three years from now is, is going to be the biggest turning point, and it's going to either. Yeah. The only way is with cheating. It would they ever get back in? But. Yeah. After what happened, happened. No, but, no but this won't be solved politically. 
Like no. this is a spiritual thing with how God. The, how the hell do you get through people though? Like how would God ever get? Are you saying the second coming is the only way you could ever resolve this? No. You, you make it sound like they're just like, oh, we need to have these people that have touched kids for 80 years see the error of their ways. No, not. I mean, those are the worst of the worst, right? Yeah, they're not going to find their error. No, but I'm just saying that's a small pop. But why? Somebody, uh, I saw a tweet once, and it was like, why is it like people are under a spell? And that's the question I have. Like, yeah. why Why can people hear this? Like, well, because they, they feel like they're involved. Like, oh, my God, you're catering to us women? Oh, my God. No, no, no. F- forget that. Like Epstein, you're not right? A Democrat why party. wasn't... Why with Epstein, where you, he's made hundreds of millions of dollars, and we don't know any of the customers. We know, like, one customer. Hmm. Like, he was providing a service, a disgusting service. Why do we know nobody that was involved? Like, like why isn't there like a it's list? Like, pu- it's publicly known about one customer. There's a black book, and he can just read right down who went to the island. Guess what? Trump didn't go to the island. But who did? Bill Clinton went to the island. Um, apparently, like, Adam Schiff went to the island. Adam Schiff? Um He's a congressman. He was one of the head of uh, impeach Trump in the, in the House. He had like like a hotel he was at. He had like a kid and a bed in one of the rooms. It was just weird, shady stuff. Oh, he's a Republican too. No, he's not a Republican. Adam Schiff. Adam Schiff. Not a Republican. Oh, no. Okay. Then try Schiff. I might. No, it, it should. Be. Is he the one that looks like a little boy in a, in yes. a grown man's body? Yeah. I mean... He has shady stuff in his past that just people brushed over. Oh my god! Hopefully he doesn't look up too much because it makes him look like a. He <laughs> looks like a snake that's trying to coil. No, but we were, we were talking about that, like how, like you live that life, and you start looking weird. Yeah, you kind of do. But he's not like like him compared to a lot of people. It's like, yeah, I, I guess I'd look past him, and it's easy to make fun of him now because it's like, well, yeah, he's gross. But like, here I'll pull up a picture of. <laughs> Jeez. Like, God damn, does Bill Cosby look weird. Yeah. Like, well, you, like you, just, you just don't age well if you, if, you're, if you live a life of just... Look up uh, Sheila Jackson. Sheila? Yeah, I think oh that's the one. How do you spell that? She, I don't know, just she, Google will Google, uh, see the errors of your ways. <laughs> <laughs> what, did she see the error of her ways? No, it spell checks whatever random nonsense you put up. Oh, she looks fine, why? Until you tell me what, what'd she do. No, that that must be somebody else. Who is me to see? Yeah, it's not. Oh, I was gonna say. Oh, oh, there, I got it. Maxine Waters. Max in the waters. Maxine Waters. She got a weird smile. Is she smiling? Well, no, it's like, it looks like, well, it's weird because it seems fake. Okay, just... <laughs> now, 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 tell me what she did, and then I'll think about it when I see her again. No, she's always like, Republicans are Hitlers, and just... Oh, like, so just the stereotype. Just really, just mean all the time. Republic, like, all of us are just mini-Hitlers. Yeah, it's just, I don't know, it, it does seem to change Well, it's such. It, well, that's just a stereotypical, like strategy like oh let's just make people sound like the worst thing possible and then no one wants to support it oh if you just say you're confederate then it's like if i went to school oh god she looks bad in that picture see if i went to school and like 
I uh, one classmate is just like there. No one really knows. I'm like, dude, that guy loves the Nazi party. And they're like, oh, really? Yeah, I'm like, yeah. And then I'd like go, oh, t- tell people again. And then he's like nice to everyone. But I'm like, secretly, he loves the Nazi party. And it's like, it's such an extreme that you obviously like look bad at him. But it's not true. But hey, I'm kind of like forced to believe that. Because it's such an no. extreme. And, and I agree that it would affect your perception of him. Even if he was just the nicest person ever. Like the guy is so... The, the I think they're just so, they're so angry and they always have a scowl on their face. It affects their... Like disposition, I guess is what I'm saying. No, I'm saying like how they use the word Nazi and Confederate. It's just so that you basically unassociate yourself. Like it's like, oh, they're different because they're the worst people ever. They're like Confederates. Remember the people who were racist? They're like that. So if you support them, you are basically that. So it's like, oh, I don't want to be that. So therefore I won't support them. And then you go meet them. That's like, oh, it doesn't really add up. But apparently... Well, you were telling me about stuff that rally, right? Where reality? No, that rally. That like. Uh, yeah. So uh, the black guy, he like he's just heard that the Republican Party was super racist, and he'll get kicked out if he goes to any rally. And he goes to the rally, and he feels like he's like at home. It feels like family. Like yeah. It's like oh, they're all nice to me. It was kind of coming off. And I went to one in in town, and I mean there were a lot of liberals there, and it was just the nicest people. The liberals were nice. Everybody was nice. Yeah. It was a uh, what type of rally? Uh, Trump. Okay. Yeah, and then uh, and then he goes outside where the Democrats were like uh, protesting, and he they're just like the most hateful people he's ever met. Like they were all calling him white supremacist. He's like, I just came here to just like check it out. I white supremacist. I, I I don't even know what you guys are talking about. Well, I pr- I protested that a lot of them, my like, you did. Mind, no, sorry, I should, protested. Let me finish my. I once protested abortion clinic, oh. and um, and so you have like. Young, young like college students and then like like grandma and grandpa like the most easygoing people you ever meet were there like six or seven in the morning yeah and then there was like a third of the people on the other side and to make up we're praying so they're playing obnoxious music on a on a jukebox or whatever yeah. <clears throat> and just calling us the most nasty names you'd ever can ever imagine and Again, they're yelling this at, to grandma and grandpa and this you know, young girls at, at college. Like, they're the most innocent people you probably know in your And this life. was probably like when you were in college and stuff? Yeah, I was in college. I was going to say, not a lot has changed because I have a friend who went to one of those rallies. Uh, they told me about it maybe a year ago, and it was as bad. And they were actually standing a lot closer. And they were just like trying to like force the people who were just kind of sitting there to punch them. Like, punch me, I dare you. Like, punch me. Yeah, they're trying and to And then uh, one of them like threw a frisbee to, to them. And then he's like, throw it back, I dare you. Because it's like, oh, you threw a weapon at me. So they're trying to like set him up. They're trying yeah. to like, like, oh my God, you threw that disc at me in a hostile way. Like, yeah, they put their face in the way. <laughs> <laughs> no, there's, there's a lot of like. Like a lot of these hoaxes, like in the, um, you know, it's like LGB, like, oh, this uh, homophobic group did this, and it turns out it was a hoax, right? The, the, is it, um, who's that, the, the black actor that is, is Denzel, Denzel Washington. No. Um, uh, on Samuel Empire? Jackson. No. Oh. He like faked a hoax. Something screwed him. <laughs> it starts with an S, I don't know. Who <laughs> wasn't screwed him? <laughs> I'll look it up. But yeah, it, it was all fake. Yeah, all fake. Like he like 
told people here like wear this merchandise and then go beat me up and apparently like he tried doing something like that again so he like really just he has a what was it a glutton for punishment, yeah, glutton for punishment. <laughs> he likes being beaten up no but the idea is like let's like I think you know your positions like a flawed position so you need to almost get the other side to like treat you the way you think you're going to be treated yeah to kind of justify your thought process yeah because but they never treat you that way so it's like no, you, but that's you, the thing nope Nobody's as racist as they claim the white people. You can always find some wacko. But the average person you know, not that racist. Yeah. You know. But they just imagine, they, like they see one white person racist and they just associate it all. And when I say not that racist, I mean, if you see somebody dressed a certain way, you may walk across the street. But it's not like, but you would associate that even, but when you think about it, it's like somebody dressed that way that's white too. You're just like, uh, are they... Are they up to no good? But that could go either way, white or black, right? Yeah. And then some people call that even racism. But then I've had uh, black friends like, I would walk across the street. Like, <laughs> it's like you just don't want to get into any trouble. Like, yeah. it's nothing to do, it's not a color thing. It's uh, well, The issue is they're trying to redefine racism now. It's yeah, like, yeah. It's like it's just white supremacy. Is so that's it's all like, give defines. me an example. And then you so give if an these. Asian person hates a, a uh, person from Israel, that's not there's no racism there like he just hates the israeli israelian because he's a israelian that's classified as racism no, but, but it's but, not racism because it's not white supremacy i guess the pushback is like whites hating blacks hating whites isn't that racism no, like no. and so much as that's justifying <laughs> no but this whole like movement like this critical race theory calling my kids who've done nothing in life racist already for ju- just because of their just because they're white yeah, that's like, that's I, classic racism. That's ironic racism. That's ironic. Oh, I didn't. Oh, I did on accident. Hee <laughs> <laughs> hee. I didn't mean to burn the cross in his yard. They're just Jeez. the worst. I hate it. It's like why is this like everything people talk about nowadays too is racism? Yeah. It's like you kind of forget what the world was like four years ago. No, but okay, their thought process is like, well, your grand. Oh, she said, hit the table. Yeah, come on. Stop hitting the table. Sorry, Thomas. Cross your legs and back up a lot. Yeah, Thomas said I banged the table too much. I'm trying to control my habit. Oh. Anyways, so our grandparents probably came over from Ireland. Yeah. So we weren't around. So we weren't around when all this like slavery stuff was happening. Yeah, completely. So do I get exonerated I, from this like my I, I don't really remember being being a slave owner, but like now that they tell me that I kinda was because I'm white, I kinda remember it, like being on the on those fields. Like they really bring back those memories. But it's it's so funny because not slavery being a reincarnated <laughs> as a slave owner that that's yeah. not funny. You're just giggling about it over there. No, but Kamala Harris's uh, grandparents or great grandparents? Slave owners. Slave owners, yeah. In like Haiti or something? Or where was her? I don't know. Where she's, yeah, I, I really love learning about Kamala Harris. I watched an hour <laughs> video about where she's from. God. The only thing I associate with her is giggling. That's all I can associate. No, but uh, getting back to, I think, what we. I think the, the, this pedophilia issue will become a, a line of demarcation. Like a point where like, where it's hard to get people to rally pro or uh, against abortion because wow. it's so muddled. But for an average person, like what's the pro? Like what's the pro here? Like, but then for these politicians who either 
know somebody or maybe are engaged themselves. Like, uh, it just seems like they're going to keep putting themselves into more and more difficult positions if they have to, if they're literally voting for a, a, a judge that's lenient on this. So I, I do think. Do you feel like when you like when when you think about politics and stuff, or like a person, do you feel like you become too biased or no? Uh, I, well, I watched a video. I, I try to see the other side. Yeah. Like, like even when Trump would do something that uh, Republicans didn't like, we're like, what do you expect? Yeah. You know, it's like that's like, a tough you, position. Why, why did he do that to yourself, or why did he do that himself? Like, a, yeah. have you ever saw a tweet and you're like, ah, oh, come on, man, don't do that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but it's also like sometimes the criticism. It's like, why did you do this? I'm like. If he does this, he's going to get in trouble. He does that. I mean, and maybe he didn't do the thing I would do, but I could see why he did it. Yeah. Well, people, I feel like, can be biased. Like, I mean, even me, sometimes it's like, oh, a person sucks, but I mean, like, I guess he's fine. But there was a person, there was a video, he, this random guy at a park. He, he's Republican, or at least he has the, uh-huh. he knows what they are. He goes up to these random people, and he's, talk, he's like, talking on the phone, and he's like, I've been building up the courage to do this all day. I've been, or like, I saw them a couple of weeks ago, and I've been really just meaning to talk to them. So he goes up to these five random people, and he's like, "Hey guys, how are you doing?" And he's just like the most awkward person ever. Like he doesn't really know how to talk to people, I guess. Yeah. And he's like, so anyways, you guys are obviously on the wrong side. Like, have you even thought about like abortion? And he's like, pro or pro-life but he, like everything he does and is in such a drastic way that even i was like stop talking because yeah. he's just like um god Lord, like just think of any major stereotype about he like, all the stereotypes and he would say every single one but it's like i know what he's saying but he needs to tone it down and then approach way differently yeah so it's, well i think what you have to do is you have to start from your their perspective. You have well, to somehow, for starters, you have to have them open to a conversation. Yeah, like, <laughs> like they're hey, just, random people in the park, like, talk about stem cells. <laughs> <laughs> I can't stop thinking about those. Um, okay, let's just say they're open to a conversation. Yeah. The key is to start from their perspective. Like, why would they change their position? Because. It, you know, it's like um, like a lot of people will say, and I saw an, athe- an atheist and a Christian arguing once, and the guy's like, well, the Bible's real. The atheist's like, no. He's like, he's like, but the Bible said it is. No. It's like, you're never going to win this. Because you're, you're justifying the Bible's real because the Bible said so. And he's just going to say And the atheist no. d- denies... The very authority that you're, you're, so you're never going well, to. What's the argument? Like the Bible is a real thing, because yes, there is books all around called the Bible that exist. Again, there was no proceeding because his only argument was the Bible is real because the Bible says so, and the atheist was like, "Well, I just reject the idea of a, you know, a Bible written that was divinely inspired." Right? How do you bridge that gap? You can't. Mm-hmm. You have to start with the atheist using like natural law, right? Like where you see God and like natural phenomena. Do you think you have the power with your knowledge from your college to change someone's religion? Or uh, uh, I, I, the only thing I think I could ever do, and this is if God, by God's will, it happened, is I could be a piece of mm-hmm. a puzzle, right? If they converted because of 20 things, I'd be one of the 20. A piece? Like a, like a piece of ass? <laughs> 
I'm saying like it's such a it's such a good, good conversation. conversation. What do you do to yourself? You can't be setting me up like that. You're throwing me curveballs. Not curveballs, I mean softballs. You know, this may become a drinking game at some point. Honestly. <laughs> oh my god. Some guy these, through the window. These, these, we could barely hear it, but he but he mouthed, Are you a podcaster? Yes, we are. Yes, sir. He didn't realize he was... No, he recognized us, though. Oh, he, oh, he did. Oh, my God. These, Why did he ask us if we were podcasters? <laughs> well, we only, we only heard his mouth move, so I'm just going to... You heard his mouth move? Saw his I, mouth I could move. feel the vibrations. So, in my mind, he said, Are you guys the famous uh, controlled chaos bros? <laughs> <laughs> talking about before I oh, interrupted. Uh, I was saying that if if somebody converts and it's because of me, it would only be because they had 20, 50, 100 things happen to them and I was one of those 100 things, right? Where they bumped into so-and-so, oh, I'm Catholic. Oh, really? You're kind of normal person. Oh, Catholics aren't a bunch of wackos. And then they go somewhere else like, oh, I don't really believe this anymore because this happened to me. You know, like, let's say they're Lutheran or something. And then this happened and this happened. So they bump into me and then something happens that to me probably felt like nothing. And they move on and something else happens. And then, and I, and I literally had this happen, by the way. It was a guy, that, he ran a coffee shop in town. And we'd had little conversations here and there. And mostly we talked about nothing, like sports or whatever. Mm. But he had an occasional, because I was the only Catholic there. And... Um, before I left for college, he said, oh, yeah, I'm converting. I'm like, oh, okay. Well, that's awesome. But we didn't have enough conversations. That, you, that There had to be something else there. You know, other people yeah. in his life, other things he was you doing. You don't secretly just tell yourself, it's like, that's me. It really has to fundamentally, is, like, spiritually speaking, it has to come from God. Is the there, movement starts with God. Is there any way a person could ever, like, actually, is there a good way of talking that can convince someone, like, to change religion because I, I have never seen a good way that someone has ever done it. it's either too extreme and it's annoying or it seems way too friendly and it's annoying and the middle ground like barely exists or is just like you have to teach somebody how it's going to help them with life as we know it right yeah and the best way to do that is just being different yeah. than everybody else and being happy with it right so when they see the example right and they're like oh no, what you got to do is you got to blow them away with a fact, prove it a little bit, and then back off. And then you'll be like, you want it more, you know? No, you no, use I, the same logic with girls. It's like, you know, you show them what they want, and then you just kind of run away. You do the same thing with religion. <laughs> and then they're like, oh, my God. That, you're like, that religion's looking pretty good over there. <laughs> so you walk up. Uh, it's like, you want a family? I'm the youngest 11. You sprint away as fast as you can. <laughs> That has nothing to do with religion, though. It's got to be something like oh, religion-wise. No, no, when you're saying like with a girl, right? So I'm just trying to think. <laughs> I you're just picking dead up, sprint. <laughs> dead sprint away. It's like, no, I want that. She starts running after me. <laughs> I'm, my niece and nephews love me. <laughs> you want kids? I've had enough practice. And then run away. <laughs> yeah, but no one wants kids anymore, so it wouldn't work. Oh, uh, Yeah. But you don't want a person that doesn't want kids. Like, I don't want kids. He run away. <laughs> Oh, good. There you go. <laughs> yeah. No, uh, like that was actually, that's exactly what I, I'd said with um, to help, I guess, in his conversion process, at least one element I played in it. Yeah. It'd be, 
what about this in the church? And then, then answer the question. And, and then change the subject. And then change the subject. That's a smart idea. Because yeah, because the persistence is sometimes... The persistence is annoying. So and, they, and then they sense, like, I got to get it. Like, you know, for, cause for Christians, how many people did I convert? How many people did I um, get people to accept Jesus in your heart? It's like, yeah, you don't know what happens the next day. They may accept Jesus in the heart and go right back to their whatever. Like, yeah. There's no way you know. And usually people always tell you, like, oh, my God, you're right. And then they're just like, it's about but the conversation. The, but there's also the power of, um, it's like, if you're giving to, let's say, a homeless person, it's like, well, he's going to buy whatever with that, right? Like, the, you have heard that expression before? You don't know if that act, like, you give them 10 bucks, they go off and buy, like, booze or whatever, right? But they remember that kind of act of kindness, right? And what if it causes their conversion in 10 years, Right? Where they're like, you know, let's say they're bitter to God and they're living this. But that example. All right, use the example and then bring it down a little bit. Do you think if you just said that we're like showed someone a smile or like anything like that? Hi. And then, oh, it, it didn't have the impact I wanted. You don't know when the impact is going to happen, right? Even if immediately it's, it's negative. Like yeah. you give them a fact about the church or you, an act of kindness and immediately it's a negative reaction. You're like, oh, that failed. And you know, it, it could impact them later. Yeah. I've had people tell me things. I'm like, oh, that's bullshit. And then I, I'm like, oh, they were right about that. But it was 10 years ago. I, I never went back to the guy and told him, like, oh, that thing you said was awesome. And like, what thing I said? Yeah, exactly. Who are you? It's, so it's... <laughs> Why are you in my house? In my kid's room? At midnight? Are you serious? What in the world? <laughs> Honey, call the police. <laughs> um... <laughs> That'd be a weird place to Where are your pants, sir? <laughs> stop. Stop. <laughs> Please stop. Okay. What does the sound effect do again? I was going to say you could go down a rabbit hole with that. Yeah, let's... What does the sound effect do again, this new one? Okay. I can keep going. <laughs> that, that didn't stop me. <laughs> Think a little sound? Think I'm scared of that? <laughs> anyway, go on. my my point is because um, okay, this, this is the, <laughs> this isn't about uh, it. Kind of it applies in many ways. And I remember talking to somebody who ran a um, a like a nonprofit that helped people. And like it was some fund where like uh, oh I need to pay rent or pay an electric bill or something, right? And, yeah. But he was always like, I want to make sure they use that money correctly, right? Like he wanted to jump in to see what the effect was right away. And it's like, you can't, like, that part's up to God, right? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, you give it to them, and they may misuse it immediately, but then maybe the act of kindness impacts them later when they look back five years later or ten years later, or you don't know when it's going to happen. So that same with helping somebody that maybe is, you know, homeless because of maybe life choices, but it also applies to converting somebody, too. Yeah. You can't... <laughs> You don't know the impact or when it's going to happen. It's like a time-released capsule sometimes. So I should be nice to everyone I meet and not only like 75%. Yes, and then immediately when you're, you're treated like crap, you're like, man, screw that guy. Yeah. It's like, you don't know. You don't know. Well, I've always had times where it's like someone does something, it's like, ah, I'm done with them or like I sh I'm not going to forgive them. And then they like talk to you the next day. It's like, oh, what they do to me again? I don't remember. Yeah. I always do that. 
they learn how to not do that sometimes. But, but getting back to another one of your points, you're saying how do you impact maybe the argument? I think there's so much like books out there and stuff yeah. and arguments that words almost are like almost Means. counterproductive now. Actions. It, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's like movie telling, show don't tell. I remember a friend um, bumped into like five, ten years after high school and I remember him saying like, you haven't changed. And I was like, and I, I don't know if this meant to be an insult, but I took it as a compliment. I think I've had that. Someone told me that once, and I took it as a major insult. The context was, like, a lot of my friends got kind of embittered by the world. You know, like... Oh, so it's just, like, mentally? Well, Mentally, you, it's like you I you got to think back of how they remember you, and if you were, an, like, an immature person, then it's like, well, yeah. I, I was kind insult. of, like, an easygoing person. So, I still yeah, you was. just think about who you were. And I would say he was easygoing, and he would become more hardened, I guess. You know, whatever things life thrown his way just made him a little bit more cynical, right? Yeah. Uh, and I just was you know, so it, in that context, sometimes it's like, oh, you're still partying and you're hanging out with high schoolers? Like, yeah, that if that was what yeah. the context was, that's bad. But in the context he was saying it, he, whether he thought or, or not, it was actually a compliment. And I just remember saying, like, if you act That'd differently... That'd be hilarious if it was an insult. No, he could have meant I it. I love it like that. <laughs> if he... Even in his mind, if he thought it was an insult, the fundamental thing he was recognizing is that, like, my behavior was, like, different than a lot of people around me. And I would say fundamentally it's because, like, I was honestly trying to... Why do you associate with other people? Because it's such a unique thing to say because... Why, do you, why are you saying your behavior is different than people around Just you? Just a lot of people were, like, sleeping around and, like... How just, old were you at this time? Mid twenties. Mm. Just, I mean, I'm not saying I was awesome. I still might, but like when I'm looking around, all people making these like crazy decisions. I was like, what? <laughs> How do you you just look around? And everyone's making decisions, so you just <laughs> no these like great things. That, <laughs> Where were you? Um, oh, I was working at our family business at the time. Oh, and we okay. just and we met back at you know some sort of reunion. Yeah. Um, I was like, you're looking around. Everyone's like doing drugs, drinking alcohol, and people. No, not when I say that I'm saying in a in general sense. Yeah. Like my friends now doing this and my friends it's like, really? Yeah. I mean, because I think in those early twenties people are just kinda of like, ah, screw religion, screw all the stuff. I'm gonna go find myself. And then you kinda of come back to it, right? Well you, you kinda you kinda of have to have that like stage where you need to think about it or not fully like going yeah. cuz then you kinda of can fall into a follower and then when you're older it's like it you turns more into a Lifestyle, but, but that turned me into a zealot. So I, I, yeah, I, I never, I never fell away. As are you using as... zealot because I called you that? <laughs> yeah, exactly. You don't want to turn into a zealot, and it's like no, as as like I knew everybody. Like Dad went through this, and then I went through to extent. Just my point is, I the, went through the, it too. The, the just preaching not the extreme. thing or the oh, the preaching thing. No, not yeah. I think I probably have that face too. Do you have a rebelling face? Not as much as most people. I did, but not as much. Follower. And, and and I can't honestly say like it's not because, um, like I'm better than anybody else. It's just because like you I, were just so certain. Like, were you certain with the Catholic faith? Yeah, I was okay. fairly certain, but it still didn't mean I wasn't uh, like a sinner like everybody else. Yeah. But like, and then I think many years of uh, you know just like insecure about like women and stuff. So it's like you weren't, um, 
you weren't even like put into many of the situations that maybe a lot of my friends were because they were you know into sports and stuff and i was kind of like awkward kid you know so the circumstances that kept Nerd. me from yeah it was kind of so I'm saying there's even circumstances that prevented me from maybe getting into some, temptation, some of the temptations before I was old enough to realize, like, oh, okay, yeah, I really didn't want to be on that anyway. Yeah. I don't know. It's kind of a hit or miss. Some days it's like, ah, party all week. And then it's like, eh, I'm just going to hang out. It's going to get work. Yeah, I don't know. Um, I, I guess my – I probably just derailed this, and you did too. I, just, I never derail really. anything. <laughs> Um, my point is the only way you're going to change anybody is just by your own behavior like just yeah. act differently and then people look around see a bunch of people that are kind of embittered with the world making crazy life decisions and then decisions <laughs> um, and, uh, and then they'll say like oh you're a little bit different it doesn't mean you're perfect it just means like things are so crazy out there yeah. that even if you're a little bit different you're like whoa that's yeah. unique yeah I don't know. That's like I don't. I don't. Yeah, it, I don't usually go up to people and say you're really making dumb decisions. Like, I do, barely say anything about that. Like I, I mean, like do you ever watch a religion like TV channel or like a podcast and just like they just only talk about religion the whole time? Oh, oh my, my gosh, gosh I oh love gosh. this. <laughs> oh, they're praying for the fifth time in a row. Hallelujah. <laughs> This is the podcast for me. Um, I think that uh, I have a friend that worked at EWTN, and he said that was their their thing was they would always pray. No, they 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 weren't thinking about how do we connect to average people that live in the world. Like that's what you got to do. How do you connect to people that actually live in the world? Yeah. And their programming was like, hey, let's now do this prayer. And talk about this obscure saint. They would never just talk about sports and. I mean, no. Well, yeah. It's like, again, I, I wish that he was, he was allowed control because he was really good at his job. Yeah. And I, because I would have liked to see what he came up with. But there's ways you could connect to average people that are making the main mistakes that every other person in the world are, and they're looking for something, and they really made very little effort to kind of bridge that gap. And it was, it's, it's sad. And he had to leave. I mean, he was just like, <laughs> so he went over to MTV. <laughs> That's quite the extreme. <laughs> what did he do, right? What? What did he do? Uh, he's a producer. Oh. He's a producer for uh, Neil Cavuto, How too, at from... Fox. So is he still on with MTV? No. Oh. He also went over to Fox. He was a producer for Neil Cavuto. Don't know what that is. One of the TV hosts. Yeah. Wow. No, he's so good. Like, it's just like, oh, man, I would, really would have liked to see his mind and what he would have came up with. But did he kind of keep his faith, though? Yeah. You could live in the world and keep your faith. So he kept his faith, and he was with MTV. I just think of MTV as Jersey Shore. Like, that's that's all I associate with. Yeah, I'm, I didn't ask him, like, oh, what's the culture over there or anything. But, uh, Do any drugs? But it was when Pope John Paul passed away, and then it was Ratzinger. Oh, so when was that? Oh, like, 90s. Late 90s. Oh, shit. No, or 2000s. Yeah, that was mid, two, mid I think it was like 2004. Yeah, yeah, because we graduated and anyway, um, yeah, I have to think about that. But he was in the in the uh, in the produce in the um, where they produced their like I don't even did they have TV in the 1900s that wasn't just like 90s 1900s. 
like 1999. But the, we were in college. That's what I couldn't say. It had to be the mid-2000s. Um, Pope Paul. No, Pope John, John Paul. Paul II. Paul II. This is 2004. Yeah. Dude, I just... 2005. I, like, for some reason remember that, too. Anyway, so he was in the, uh, in the room where... Uh, uh, they were uh, watching the news on who the Pope was going to be. Yeah. And they're like, uh, they started saying his name. I don't remember his full name was. And then he screams, Ratzinger! Like he knew who, who, who and they all looked at him. He's like, he was so excited. Oh. Like, like he knew who the Pope. Why the uh, hell were they watching that? I'm surprised they were. Well, I, th I think in that culture, there's like, who's going to be the liberal Pope that takes over that kind of lacks of some of these rules. Yeah. And Ratzinger was pretty traditional. Oh, Ratzinger was a good pope? Yeah. What happened to him? Didn't he step down? He stepped down. He first, was, he first, so, time, so first, first time ever? No, it's, it's happened before, I think. Oh, really? And then... Uh, not, not forever. I mean, forever. How old is Pope Francis? He's in the late 70s, I think. Oh. Maybe early 80s. I mean, they're all... They're, Ratzinger was so old when he became pope. And so I think it was just too much for him. Is Ratzinger still... He's still alive. Still kicking? Yeah. Really? So he'd still be. But it's a, it's a strenuous job. What do you have to do? So do, don't they kind of govern a country? Because I'm pretty sure the Vatican City is a country. It's a city yeah, state. I don't know if it's directly governed by them. But so is he like their king? <laughs> I don't I don't know the inner workings of the Vatican. I'll figure it out. Rat singer. Pope. 94. That's not that old. 90? What? 94? Come on. <laughs> Is it really 94? He can still... Yeah. I was thinking like 104. Oh, no, no, no. I thought it was late 80s. I don't really... I guess it's many years have passed now since. So it must have been late 80s when he retired. Okay. Um, anyway, uh, so I'll tell my story and then you can do your sports gig kick. Unless you have anything else more to add. Yeah, because we have the whole NFL thing. I'm just like, what are your thoughts on this? It's craziness. So much going on. Oh, okay. Hold on, time out. Let Don't do even tempt me right now. Let me do my story first. Okay. I also have to go potty. You want to do that first? Okay. We, ladies and gentlemen. Okay. Let's see. Is there a potty sound effect? <laughs> a toilet flushing. I don't know. No. <laughs> go potty. Yeah. I don't have any more sound effects, except for this one. That's not really potty. No. Like. No, I do have to piss, though, so. Okay, I'm going to pause this. So the, so My leg has been shaking this whole time. I'm just like, <laughs> why is he still talking? I got to know. <laughs> okay, let me read the entire Constitution before you go to the... Okay, go for it. Uh, no, no, go for it. Yeah, yeah exactly. You don't know, <laughs> you don't know Constitution. <laughs> okay. We're taking a little break, but it'll be like three seconds for you guys. <laughs> okay, we're back from our potty break. So what's your story? You want a funny one or like a heart-filled one? I'm in the mood to giggle. Giggle? So when I do, I'm a contractor, so I'd sometimes try to juggle like the family life and a job, right? So if I knew the job, wasn't on one off like a hard drive swap where it takes 15 minutes. Yeah. Bring the kids. I have an old enough kid to babysit. Usually get a treat, put them in the corner of a parking lot, make sure they're good, run in, 10 minute job, out, 
get paid. Yeah. And I'm watching the kids, right? That's the ideal situation. So one time went and it just dragged on. Get on the phone, couldn't get a hold of whoever. That'd be so stressful because you just got how many kids so are in the car? Probably like six. That'd be so stressful. Yeah. So, um, I mean, Mina was old enough to kind of handle things, mm -hmm. and usually you prepare treats and then they play music. But at that time, six kids, you, she would be what, like nine though? Eight? No. She'd be older? She'd be 10? I mean, it didn't mean yeah, every, every kid with me. I'm not saying I had every oh. kid. Usually it's, yeah, it's not a baby usually. I thought you had all like of them with you. I'm like, Jesus. No, no, no. It'd be usually old enough kids. And so you think you're in there for a couple minutes and all of a sudden it's dragging on and now you're panicking, right? So yeah. I have to run out there every three or four minutes, make sure they're all good and run back. Um, and then trying to finish the job. It's dragging on, dragging on. Not how I envisioned it. Usually it's... I have a well structured. I rarely do this anymore, but it's usually well structured, so I know exactly how long it's going to be. It's a site survey or hard drive swap. Ten minutes in, ten minutes out, bam, right? Um, well, why did it take so long? I wasn't there. Couldn't get a hold of somebody. It was like out in the country, so there was bad reception. I kept that was the, the that was played in the, the story. You're in the middle was, of the country too. This is between our city and where we live. So, oh, okay. The place that you always mention when you're driving. Oh, okay. Yeah, so, yeah, we have a joke where if I ask where he is, he always just says he's in this small town in the middle of nowhere. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm on my way. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, but the phone gave me disconnecting. I thought it was on me, a bad signal. So that was, com com and then I couldn't get a hold of somebody, and then there was a follow-up issue. I don't know. This is a long time ago, so I don't remember the specifics, but it went from a five-minute thing to, let's say, a 20-minute thing. But every three minutes, I'd run out there, make sure everybody's good, come back. And so, uh, but the main issue is that the phone kept disconnecting. I'm like, oh my gosh, I can get a hold of this guy. And so, finally get it done, get back in the car, we're leaving, and... Keep in mind, it's like pandemonium every time when I get in the van. They're all screaming wherever, wherever yeah. else. So as we're pulling out, <laughs> the kids are like, Dad, who is that man? <laughs> I kept disconnecting because the Bluetooth of my oh. car would take it. So <laughs> he's talking to me, and then all of a sudden, these screaming kids. <laughs> I get disconnected. <laughs> so he was hearing them scream? <laughs> never said a word. That's so funny. I thought once you said who's that man, I was like, so a guy was coming up to their car no. while you're. That would be. Yeah, no, at no, first no, I was kid, like, the kids locked the doors. Like we have oh, a whole, we have a whole system. That's a scary story, not a funny story. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So the reason why folks, you probably look so unprofessional. Why no, but, does he keep cutting off and screaming? <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's. I was always able to maintain it on the rare times I'd bring the kids on something yeah. I thought I could control. I could always like keep that division. Yeah. So it was like the, the one time it clearly meant where like the, the two lines merged and I wasn't able to keep it. That happens to be all the time too, but usually it's like... Well, it's, it's funny because... you have I'm, six kids in your car screaming when your no, Bluetooth kicks in? No, but when mommy's leaving the house, my Bluetooth gets stuck in her car. Mm -hmm. And then, yeah, she's always like, why? why? Or like, like if I'm listening to music... And she's going to her house. My music just stops because it gets caught to her car. So it's like, it's like, oh, mom's on the phone. So we have a uh, funny thing to do with Mina. It's her earbuds sometimes connect to my phone. Yeah. And so when it happens, I go to like Coco Melon or something super annoying Coco that she drives her crazy. 
and I project to her earbuds. That's the other way I get the kids when they hide in the basement playing whatever and they're not listening or it's time for bed and I don't want to go all the way downstairs. Is the joke is I'll get Coco Melon and then cast it to the downstairs TV. And then you hear like, ah, like for, <laughs> for two floors away. Yeah, it's funny. So. And that's just kind of the cue that like, hey, let's we yeah, wrap that. things up. We need you. Do you actually listen? Yeah. So they're, they're like, um, they're, you're kind of training like uh, Pavlov's dog. Yeah, kind of. Yeah, like. Yeah, it's it's, no, it's endearing now. They think it's funny. So, like, if when, like, Mina's 20 and I play Kokomo, she's like, oh, where's the bed? I need to go to bed. Well, or, no, I guess she's not down there. No, she's never down there. Okay, so. So it'd be like John or Anthony. Yeah, yeah. okay, Anthony. It's like, he's 20. It's like, bed. Oh, I need to time. sleep. <laughs> <laughs> I'm fully awake, but I think I need to sleep. <laughs> Okay, so what is, what is your take on the uh, the NFL? Season? Actually, while we were talking, two two pickups just happened. Oh no! What happened? <laughs> Andy Dalton went to the Saints, and uh, Jabril Peppers went to the Patriots. So. Who who? Well, who's Andy Dalton? <laughs> <laughs> who either? I don't know. I don't, I barely know who Peppers is and Andy Dalton is. Okay, but so do you think the Patriots are back? No. Now that we gave a whole like heartfelt like, oh, Tom Brady's gone and he's back. Patriots, Buccaneers. Oh, sorry, Bucks. God, still. You're living in 2019. <laughs> Grow up. <laughs> You're living in the past. Living in the past. Yeah. I, I, well, I mean, their division's a joke. Yeah. I, I was kind of ranking all the. No, but then I thought, okay, well, um, you know, what Mike Evans and nobody else, and then they got uh, who they're doing. Chris Godwin. No, but he has an ACL tear. Like, he's gone for the rest of most of the year. It's a year of injury. He tore it in, like, October. End of, end of the... It was near the end. There was, like, four weeks left. That was, like, November. And it's not a year. I mean, it's a, some, a year. Sometimes a year and a half. He'll be back. They just signed a three-year deal. If it was that big of a gamble, I don't think they would have done a three-year deal. No, well, the, the, the plan would be if he get to the playoffs, that he'd be but, available for the playoffs. But they have Russell Gage. They have Leonard Fournette back. Gronk will sign with them just because of Tom Brady. Gronk is, is Gage the guy from uh, Falcons? Falcons? Oh, was, my gosh. He was their third string, but he wasn't bad. He was not he bad. He was really string. good. Yeah. He was pretty damn good. So they have three pretty good ones. Cam Bray's not bad. He's, he's a good – and then they saw Johnson from, like, uh, he was a rookie two years ago. He's in the same draft that uh, uh, Winfield got signed. Is Gronk come back? Yeah, I, I believe so. Well, Gronk, when Brady retired, he was like, Bills or Bengals? I mean, if I was a free agent, I'd go to both those two. I mean, fuck. But now Brady's But now Brady's back, and he's like, I, I don't want to play with anyone who's not Brady. So I th- he'll either retire or go with Brady. Or go with Brady. Which, How's, how's the defense going to be? Oh, good. I mean, come on. Well, they just signed uh, Logan, uh, Logan Ryan. He was actually a cornerback, but he, I think he's kind of a safety now. He was actually the guy who intercepted Patriots last or Tom Brady's last throw with the Patriots, and a former teammate of Tom Brady. Oh, that's funny. And now he's back with Tom Brady as a safety. So he's uh, he's replacing Whitehead, who just went to the to the Jets. Was Whitehead any good? Yeah, it was pretty good. I mean, I, I think. Well, the, their secondary was their weakness last year. They're fine. I, like I, secondary is their weakness because their cornerbacks are hurt, and then uh, Winfield got hurt for a little bit. But like it's not bad because Carlson Davis is good, and then they got Winfield still and or uh, Winfrey Winfield. He's the guy who gave the deuce sign to Tyreek Hill. Remember that? What was the situation there? 
Okay, well, they played in the regular season, and Tyreek Hill had a great game because, you know, he's a top-five wide receiver. So he scored two touchdowns, so he did the deuce? Or what was the deuce about? Peace. Oh, peace. Just he did the peace sign. So, like, he was just having a good game, and then they were beating the, beating the Bucks by a lot. So he did the deuce on the way into the touchdown in the end zone. And then they, they, meet, meet, <laughs> they meet in the Super Bowl, and it's a beatdown. Beatdown. The Chiefs don't even have a chance. And then, like, Winfield got, like, blocked a ball from Tyreek Hill. Tyreek Hill's getting up, and he stands over him and just... <laughs> See, you it's have, just irony. Yeah. It always you comes have to back. Watch yourself. I know. You just make enemies. Yeah. See, and then like, do you know what they did? But okay, we'll get back to your NFL stuff because I know you got a lot. But like, they purposely um, with Michael Jordan, like they in in the huddle on the other team, they're like, do not say anything to him. Say nothing to Michael Jordan. Yeah, say nothing because he'll take like like a side eye glance to him, and he'll. Put that in his little cauldron <laughs> and like make it like I'm gonna kill you guys, you know, like. So they always walk with their heads down, like. Mm-hmm. Yeah, good, don't make any sudden like don't. Good point. Good point. Like one guy like complimented him, but it, but Michael Jordan made it into an insult. Really? Yeah. So it's like good on Michael or something like that, like, and then nice he's like, block, Michael, or something like that, and then they were telling the story, but the guy's like, yeah, I was just trying to. I was just saying this thing, and then he's like, oh, I'll show you, you know, because he's always <laughs> looking for that edge, right? Yeah. Well, that's what um, apparently happened with Aaron Donald. Aaron Donald? I, yes. The defensive end. Yes. When, um, when what happened? Remember when uh, they got in a little scuffle on the sideline? Like, Donald, like, knocked somebody, or... I mean, he's always in a scuffle. Yeah, but the point is that um, some of his teammates were saying that was the moment where he, like... Like, he's always really good, but you don't want to piss him off. When you piss him off, he, like, takes it to another level. Yeah. So the defense is very conscious of, like, don't even give him ammunition. Apparently there was a guy who tried to Because they had him in check for most of the game, and then there's all of a sudden he was, like, Oh, so th- this happened during the Bengals game? During the Bengals game. Do you think if the Bengals had an offensive line, they would have uh, won the game? Uh, I mean, at the rate they were playing, yeah. Yeah, hands down. I mean, I, uh, an offensive line is all they were missing. I mean, the Rams had basically one wide receiver. Yeah, that game was was sealed with the offensive line because it was just insane. They couldn't like move anything because it's Aaron Donald. It's the best defensive. No, but ever. they had him in check, and then that felt like the turning point for some people. Yeah, is when they uh, he just like got a chip on his shoulder because they were like pushing him around because he had like thrown Burrow out of the in, or out of the. Oh yeah, line. I do remember that. Remember now. that? Yeah, you should have said that. You should have said Bengals game, and when he pushed the, Burrow out of the end zone. I, I, I'm, which, I'm, I'm trying which, to remember exactly what happened. Which but. if I was his. Offensive lineman, I would go after him too because you can't just go push a franchise quarterback. Yeah, let, let, let's go see someone go sock Matthew Matthew Stafford in the face, see what happens. But okay, if I'm an offensive lineman yeah. and it's like okay, I got to defend Burrow because I'm an offensive lineman, but it's Aaron Donald. Do I want to piss him off in the Super Bowl? Well, apparently, <laughs> everyone's like, no, no, you can do it, you can do it. Just yeah, no problem. Just bring him back, bring him back. No, but if you ask Burrow, he's like, yeah, you can do it, you can do it. <laughs> you know, because like he's looking for that edge, yeah. you can't give it to him. You, well, you could get in his head and be, like go over and give him a high five. Like, hey, good job. Nope. Don't say anything. That wouldn't be an edge, though. Okay, good, good job. No, but they're, those kind of people are looking for even a compliment to turn it into something. So a, uh, a guy apparently tried to fight Aaron Donald at a bar, and he, like, got his shit kicked in. It's like, why the hell would you try to fight Aaron Donald at a bar? <laughs> Obviously, <laughs> Did they know who he was? Uh, he, do they have to? He's huge. No, but he's, like, short. He's huge though. Yeah. When you say short, you mean six <laughs> two. 
He's pure. Well, in the bar, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, no, but I've had, uh, there was an interview with an offensive lineman. They're just like, what's, what's the deal with Aaron, Aaron Donald? He doesn't look like a guy that would be like the best, you know, lineman, right? Yeah. And he said, it's weird because you think, like, I got him, and then next thing you know, he's behind you. You're like, what? Like, like it, it, they, he can't put his finger on, like, what it is because he, what he makes just him did. Good? Yeah. Because he get power. But he, he's also kind of finesse. And, you know, he has all the things. You just don't know what's coming. Oh, yeah. He's 6'1". Yeah, I don't know. It's just he's so f- – and then they always double team, triple team. He just pushes through. <laughs> no, they, they did, But they, that's not even a finesse thing. That's just a power thing. So a lot of it's in his muscle. No, that's true. But sometimes he said – again, the offense, I don't remember his name. But he said they had a formation where the two – like this is what should just shut down a lineman, right? Now you're over you're over committing to him, but yeah. this should be the thing that sets him down. Like they he described what this thing was, and even though they committed that many resources to him, he still got through it. He's like, wait, that's supposed to be the thing where you overcommit, you stop at least stop that guy, and somebody else beats you. Yeah, you don't get beat by that guy, and so that was like the wake up call for him. Like, holy shit, this guy is like insane. Is when people are dumped in. When they doubled, it, it wasn't just a double team. There was like this thing. He was trying to explain it, but the the moment I realized he was insane was when uh, <clears throat> took off his shirt for the first time. So, <laughs> <laughs> but most of those guys, even even like flameouts, it was like, um, I mean Vernon Davis. He was he was really good. Vernon Davis. He was a tight end for the Niners. Oh, I thought you were talking about alignment. I was like, no, yeah, no, no, no. players in general. Right? Oh, okay, yeah. No, he was pr- pretty good. Yeah, but like. Yeah, sure. I was like, holy, he's going to be the best tight end ever. Um, but a lot of those guys look identical to that, and they don't even make a team. Like, those are the best of the best. You don't know by some guy's appearance. So you're saying don't people ju- people would probably mis- mistake me as probably not being good enough as a defensive tackle in the NFL, but, you know, a little to the dismay. They're pr- you're probably the worse than they realize. <laughs> <laughs> I'm more pathetic. <laughs> Jokes on them. <laughs> wow, I had low expectations. You even went below that. <laughs> I didn't even touch you, and you fell over. <laughs> you, you're like, I want kids, and you run the other way. Yeah, yeah. It's, <laughs> they, 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 the they, two stories yeah, come together. <laughs> Um, all right, well, what are you asking for specifically with the NFL stuff? Because I could – free agency, team, rankings, I mean, give me something. Uh, who's overrated, who's underrated? Come on. Do you think the Niners are in a better position next year? If they keep Jimmy, Jimmy Garoppolo. You think so? They should keep him? So far they're keeping him. Because you guys are – they showed good uh, good promise after Sala left, so that's a good thing. Your defense didn't really digress too much. Because, yeah. like, the Bills – the only reason the Bills would take a step back is because they lost their offensive coach. Yeah, that that always can hurt. The Eagles took a step back after they lost Frank Reich, but some teams don't. Sometimes your system or your head coach is just good enough, yeah. or sometimes you're. you're well, the I'd be more worried about the Niners than their offensive coordinator. Have they lost him? Yeah, Where he went to the Bills? No, he didn't. The Dolphins. Oh, Dolphins! You're that. right, Dolphins. So that was the offensive coordinator. Yeah, I did not realize that. And he's the one that uh, and famously. Lo- and you guys lost Wes Welker. He was like the assistant assistant coach. So you tell about the stories when he was in. Patriots or like hey guys I played for Tom Brady he he <laughs> sucked cool. to the left sucked, sucked before sucked to the left <laughs> didn't really get him a Super Bowl he actually he actually screwed them out of the Super Bowl yeah he had this stupid drop and it was like yeah. 
Like people always argue, it's like, oh, Patriots, they have so many lucky Super Bowls. It's like real. Give them the two, the two giant ones, where they just like act like idiots and then take away the Rams one and something else, and they have the same amount of Super Bowls. Like well, even the Rams one, um, it was a thing that Belichick did that caused them to win. Yeah. Right. You probably should take away the uh, Falcons one. That was just crazy. No, a Falcons one is fine. Would you put? Would you put that on Brady? Like, was it a comeback by Brady? Yeah, but it took stupidity on the Falcons' side for it to be yeah, possible. It kind of coexists. They but, had a field goal, and they went and they got sacked to get out of field goal range. Yeah, he had the field by goal like games over twenty yards. Yeah, but but the Rams one, they they famously did something that now people use against the Rams that just destroyed them. Yeah, like if you ever looked at just look Google it sometime. They did this thing with the um, the Jets. Jets. I think it was the Jets. Which Rams game are we talking about? They played the, the Super Bowl. Which which Super Bowl? They played the Rams oh, no, twice. The, oh, the first one. Okay. Oh, I don't know that one. Though. So what they they did is basically absorb the first slot of the running back, but didn't. But took the brunt in the second. Second. Yeah, it's the way they structured it. They allowed them the two yards, but wouldn't give them the ten. Yeah. And the way they did it was it was so shocking because it's their their game is built on play action. Yeah. That they knew what to do. Like the, it was like over. So the greatest show on turf died that day. Um, no, that that died in. Um, the, the, geez, they played three times. Who? No, no. Rams were only in Super Bowl twice that, in that decade. No, but they in the nineties. The Rams. The first Super Bowl that the, the New England won. It was against the Rams. Yeah, there's. They, they've they played three times. The Rams and uh, Tom Patriots? Brady's first Super Bowl again is. Us, Playing against okay, it was New England though, but Tom Brady. Okay. Oh, okay. About? What are you talking about? Okay, duh. I'm, I'm, I keep forgetting that the. Uh... What, oh, just give me what you're trying to say, and I, I'll probably just. Fill the Rams in made it three times, but only twice against the Patriots. Yes. Okay, so if they if you're saying the greatest show no, the Rams have made it four times to the Super Bowl. They made it like once in like the 1970s. Well, they they won the first one against the Titans. Yes. Okay, I wasn't counting. Well, it'll be five times. Oh, they've made it five times. The Rams yeah. have made it five times. It's such a So the greatest franchise. show in... Uh, yeah, that's true. So <laughs> no, but when, when you, you blend the Tom Brady thing, it's all like confusing to me. Okay, so they win, they beat the, they beat the Titans. Yes. And then they, they ended they, with they, the Patriots. That's why I was saying that's where the greatest show in turf ended, was there. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I think they still have a year where they're relatively relevant. No, Kurt Warner got hurt. His finger got, got hurt. He messed and he up. got traded. Yeah. Which then he he was a good quarterback because he brought two franchises to the Super Bowl. It just yeah. the only reason he's not more recognized is because he didn't give it to the Cardinals. Which he, should, that, he probably should, well. Have you looked at the play where they scored the touch? The, uh, um, the Steelers scored the touchdown right at halftime. Yeah, that was stupid. You couldn't tackle a guy who ran ninety. No, but there was also like some penalty in there. They should have called it back. It would have been yeah, insane. That would like and that would end. That shit always happens. But if they just kick the field goal there, they win because that's a ten point swing. And there was a time when uh, oh God, the Steelers are. It was funny. The Giants and the Steelers are two like franchises. The luckiest. I always see so much luck. People are always like, "It's Brady." It's like there's luck everywhere. I mean, yeah, there's. You luck. can never isolate on one person. And it's like everyone who's always anti-Brady. They never even like take his stats into account. They're always like, "Oh, he's lucky." It's like he leads in everything. What are you talking about? It's like he only won. He only he only did like checkdowns every once in a while. Fucking stupid. He doesn't have the strongest arm. Doesn't count. It's like strongest arm doesn't get you anywhere. 
Sometimes. Jay Cutler had a pretty good arm. Where's he? <laughs> well, there's a – okay, this feels like a change of something, but it's not. There's a parody that uh, Rush Limbaugh once did. It was talking about, like, how people would say, oh, the rich people, blah, 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 right? Yeah. And so you have this – in the parody, it's this, like, like rich person that's lamenting. He's like, huh. All I did was work as hard as I could for 20 years, and next thing I know. <laughs> anyway, so when I thought about that, that's you're so like, funny. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and so anyway, I just thought about that. He goes, he just checked down for 20 years, and next thing I know, I had, I had like <laughs> seven Super Bowls. Won <laughs> in every category. <laughs> Why? It's like you don't check yourself down into that many Super Bowls. Yeah, if, if you're doing only check downs all the time, you, you fall into the category of Don, Donovan McNabb. Or Kurt Russell. No. <laughs> the guy from it. The Vikings guy. Our, our Kirk Cousins. Kirk Cousins. Does Is he check it, down? Yeah. This is I never watch He like checks it. Check down, check down, check down. The Vikings games bore me. There's some there's some teams I just like I can't watch. Gosh, so it's like painful. The, the Titans are playing in. I'm like, God, who lives in Tennessee? <laughs> They're probably all Bengal fans anyway. I would be. I mean, come on. I mean, it's fun watching uh, Henry go crazy. So, you know, it's like it's two. Yeah, when he's on, when he's on your fantasy team. When he's not, it's like, oh my God. Hopefully, he's just tired this week. It doesn't doesn't play. <laughs> <laughs> oh, never mind. He has fifty points. Love my life. Right, but the Niners, the only I think they will take. I think they they should keep Jimmy. They shouldn't have Trey Lance have two years behind Jimmy. Smart. They lost one of their offensive line. That's a bad thing. You gotta increase that. Someone said something about a Debo Samuel's trade. I'm like, are you what? Are you a mentally challenged person? And then they're like, at least you get Christian McCaffrey. Yes, get a injury, injury prone, prone running back for a offensive line or an offensive system that works with every running back. Oh, brilliant. Go overpay for Christian McCaffrey. How many guys in the past six years have worked within that system? Like Jeff Wilson. Remember that? Isn't he still on the team too? Yeah. No, but I'm saying guy hurt. hurt. Guy hurt. Yeah. You know, the guy from Kansas City, McKinsey. He was, he was like Jared a Jared McKinnon? Yeah, McKinnon, yeah. I remember him. Yeah. So he, he started. Oh, that didn't work. Then uh, it was uh, – who was the second one? Uh, he, I think he's with the Dolphins. Madison? No, no it was Brea. Brea. Brita. Matt Brita. Brita, yeah. Then it was uh, – Moster, which worked, but then he got hurt. I love Raheem Moster. Yeah, and then and then it was Jeff Wilson. Like, oh which my God. now that Raheem is on the Dolphins, which is damn shame, you know. Yeah, I mean he'll look good in a Dolphins jersey, but like him and then Tyreek Hill and uh, uh, Jalen Waddle. Yeah, like the three fastest players in the league at the moment. So it's like their offense is going to be so hard to go against. And if Tua sucks now, it's like get the hell out of here. Yeah, if Tua sucks in the first couple of weeks, then it's like, well, you got you got um, Teddy Bridgewater who would probably like do the exact same thing, probably enough to. I mean, he was fine with the Broncos in a tough division. No, but you're, you're then you're like the classic case of quarterback. Away. Yeah, but here's the good thing: next year's draft, great for quarterbacks. You got five five prospects. So this is the year to suck for a lot of people. If I was the Falcons, if I was the Seahawks, I would not draft a quarterback right now. Unless you're like, unless you so, get Malik. So when's Manning? Three years from now. Three or four. No, yeah. So it's like, you can't here predict. Where is he going? Man, you got to think of a team that's going to be bad enough in four years that they'll have the number one overall pick. If I was the Niners, I'd be like, I refuse to let you win. Like if they're <laughs> bad again, or like not bad, but like mediocre, it's like. But Trey Lance, tank, tank. you put too much in him. I know, you're right. And I, do they even have a draft? Uh, three-way, yeah, they have a draft pick. In four years, everyone has a draft pick. Maybe not, maybe not the Rams. 
at, at first when people were like, Sean, Sean McVay is leaving. I was like, why? And then I was like, oh, yeah, because he screwed the franchise. Yeah, he gave it. Okay. He if you were a Rams fan, would you bargain your future for a Super Bowl? Yeah. Like, as a Rams fan? It's, okay, because LeBron. If like, I was like a. Like, think I, about LeBron. He goes and guts every team, right? And he leaves. It's like, are you mad about that? That you got you get a title, but then you your team will suck for five years. Well, I like an, I, I like players more sometimes, so it's like, some I'll just cheer for something else in that span of time. But yeah, it does suck. It does suck, but it's like there's teams that have been waiting thirty years, and like I mean, the Eagles are a good example. They just as long as they're as long as they're getting a one like to the playoffs and losing. I'm fine with that. Oh my god! Even that is like so. Sucks. I mean, that's how that's how Andy Reid lost the job. It's like, oh man, can can you stop with the NFC but, Championship and losing, please? Yeah, that's true. And how does Aaron Aaron Don, not Donald Rogers sell his job then? Because he really loves doing that. Well, Green Bay is kind of uh, it's not as cutthroat. As if he was somewhere, if he was somewhere else, if this was a like a giant. So with, or, with Green Bay, when you think about it, Devontae Adams gone. Do you immediately think, oh, they have no chance? No, because he's he's resurrected wide receivers out of nothing. For... Oh God, I've, but Devontae Adams was really good. He, he was very good. That, that's like when people are like, oh, yeah, five picks for Tyreek Hill. Five picks is a steal. It's like, but you're not going to find another Tyreek Hill. Go through all the uh, quarter, or wide receivers that Brett, or, uh, Rogers. Rogers had. It's a lot. Yeah. Remember, um, who's a white guy? Greg Jennings. Yeah. He's black. Like in spirit? No, he's black. Greg Jennings? No, not Greg. No, not Greg Jennings. That's um, what I said. <laughs> yes, him. No, not him. The other guy. They went to the Rams. Or Raiders. Oh, um. Jordan Nelson. Yeah. He was like, oh, my God. He's hurt. Like, how I is I thought he was a tight end. Like, my whole childhood. Was, he was so awesome. Was and then he got hurt, and he's just never the same. Do you know he signed back with the Patriots or, or the Packers for a year? But I think he then just retired. Yeah, I think he went to pa- retire as a Packer. Probably that too. Yeah. But but my point is there's so many like, oh, what's he going to do now? He lost so-and-so. Greg Jennings, Jordy Nelson. Yeah, but then they also lost to Darius Smith, and their defense it was already like had holes last year. He lost more offensive linemen. Now, the benefit is that the – the AFC is a slugfest, and NFC is kind of a That is true, but they have to go through Brady and the stacked Rams defense. and I think the Rams are going to suffer. I mean, come on, the Giants. That's scary. <laughs> <laughs> I can't say what the Drake's say. Oh, come on, I'm just kidding. Right, I'm just horsing around. Uh, yeah, I was like making a list, and like a definite no is the Giants. I cannot see the Giants make it past like even third in their division. Third seems generous. They're, they're, yeah. they're fourth in their division. Them and the Buccaneers winning their division, that, that's a objective statement. Huh. Because have you looked at the AFC or the NFC South? Yeah. Saints, terrible. Their best quarterback is a person who loves throwing picks. Their offensive line just lost a piece. Michael Thomas, is he going to play? I don't know. Where is he? <laughs> well, I don't know. If Where's Michael Thomas? Drew Brees probably hasn't apologized enough. so he, He's still waiting for that apology. <laughs> hey, remember you kneeled? It's like, who are you again? <laughs> I thought you were tired. Um, and, uh, then, uh, uh, and then they lost Marcus Williams, their, their secondary. Falcons too, right? Is that in that division? Falcons are in the The Falcons have three good players. They have uh, the cornerback, I don't know his name, Kyle Pitts and... 
sorry, I'm just, I'm just horsing around. I mean, two players. <laughs> and Calvin Ridley, if he didn't gamble. But he was going to get traded anyway, so yeah. I, I, he wasn't going to be on the team. Yeah. So it's like their wide receiver room is who? Yeah. And their quarterback room is who, too? Marcus, Marcus Mariota. They yeah. should also wait and then draft next year. Falcons are not. No, I mean, Mariota is going to give them a really bad. Marcus Mariota is not the worst quarterback, though. Because Daniel so... Jones is still in the league. No, he was so painful. Mariota was so painful. He was painful, but he always got the he always got the Titans at like nine and four every, or nine and five. Yeah, nine and five every year. Yeah. Like there was a span of time where four years in a row was the same damn thing. Really? It was like the same. Andrew Luck did that too, but he had a bad roster, so it was actually like. Well, I thought the Titans roster was better, but I guess I don't know when they got Henry. I don't know. There was a span of time where I could not name a single player on the Titans, <laughs> and that still probably exists. No, I, I know Bud Dupree. As a side note, uh, somebody asked Seth, uh, I don't think he listens, I think I'm safe saying this. Um, they'd say, uh, I'll Seth be like, I'm a Denver fan. I was like, name one player. And then he'd name like, the obvious one, okay, two. And then like, <laughs> that's where it fell off. Yeah, well, I asked him if he's going to watch now that uh, Russell Wilson's there, and he was like, mm, probably not. But he still claims he's a Denver fan. Yeah, because his family does. And- <gasps> And then uh, Teresa did that with the Bengals, and then she could actually name oh, some. But were you get, were you giving her names when I, I said I, that? No, I gave her a test actually like five times before that. So I did text her. I'm like, "This is your big moment. This is what you what, why you took the test." And I don't think she responded or something. But like she knew everyone on the team. She yeah. she even knew the owner. She said it like four times. So it's crazy. When did that happen? Mm, week before the Super Bowl. Like I was I was prepping her. I'm like, "The big game is coming up. When people ask you." No, you know the answer. why did she pretend to like the Bengals? Like, oh, happened? that's where you're trying. She liked the colors. I think it, it like okay, typical. Yeah, like, like not what I the answer I'd expect. Oh, that's a colorful uniform. Yeah, and I think a lot of it. People always like to be unique. There's someone who used to always get mad anytime I'd ask. Like, I was like, "Do you like Chick Fil A?" Like, Chick Fil A. No, you mean the most generic place ever? I don't like Chick Fil A. And I, I like something else. Like, I don't like that either. And it's like, it's like so you don't like anything that like every like. Pretty much everything people can agree on. You hate every single one, coincidentally. And then it's like if they like like something, like I liked it, and then I told this person, then they liked it, and now they like it because of me. And it's well, like that, that would happen with music growing up. I'm sure it's still. Like, oh, music! That was a big one too. Like, like, I don't listen to music, oh, but everyone like, else listens to. Well, that's on that fringe of uh, society, right? That band. Then they became popular. It's like that's too establishment. <laughs> it's like <laughs> yeah. it's like wait, I thought. Aren't isn't that the same? Literally the same music you were listening to a year ago, saying that like it was like. Against the countercultural or whatever. Yeah. The, I don't know all the buzzwords are. I don't either. They don't sold out. They sold out to the man. Yeah, sold out. <laughs> the man, okay. <laughs> but yeah, and then the uh, NFC South has the Panthers, who it's like Sam Darnold, really? Oh no. Is that their quarterback? Yeah. Yeah, they didn't get anyone. Well, they tried. Well, did you see what Kyle Pitt said? He said. He said, watch out, Atlanta's about to get scary. <laughs> and then they signed Marcus Mariota. <laughs> but what he meant was uh, they, they were almost about to win the Deshaun Watson trade. Oh. And if, if he won, then Jarvis Landry and uh, Leonard Fournette agreed that they would sign with the Falcons. So it was going to be like Leonard Fournette, uh, Jar- Jarvis Landry, Kyle Pitts, and then Deshaun Watson. So it would have probably skyrocketed. Not really skyrocketed because their defense is still dog shit. And Ar- Arthur... Arthur Arthur Blank is our owner. Arthur is something else. Arthur Smith? It sounds like the most generic name ever. Is it Arthur Smith? Okay. 
just Google it to see if I'm right before we get off the podcast. But yeah, so like that team could have been pretty decent, but they, they just suck with defense. Um, Arthur. He was the guy from the Falcons. That's probably why that they signed Marcus Mariota because he has worked with Marcus Mariota before. Yeah. Our, yeah. Bam. I actually know something. He looks like a very generic football coach. Does he? <laughs> yeah, so him. Um, obviously, you know it because it's such an easy name to remember. Arthur Smith. I could have said Arthur Brown. That's true. Arthur Jefferson. That's true. <laughs> it's Washington. Any <laughs> other presidents? Franklin? <laughs> yeah. So, I don't know. Who do you think is going to make it the Super Bowl? The argument that like makes me annoyed is that the Chiefs are still the best team in the league. I don't. It's I don't the know. most delusional, delusional argument ever because it's. So what do you have? It took a hot streak to get them into the Super Bowl this this time around, right? Like they were middle of the road, and then they what won like seven straight. They won seven straight, and it was like. But couple, with with their current roster, which they don't have anymore. Yeah. So okay, they have the best tight in the league. I'll give them that, and they have a top five offense offensive line. But who else has good offensive lines? The Browns, and they have Deshaun Watson. I would say Deshaun Watson might be a better quarterback because of the system he played in made him look better. If you put Patrick Mahomes in the same system, I don't know if he would have thrived. It's easy to say Patrick Mahomes is good because we've seen what he has. Oh, he had Andy Reid to start with. He had a bridge quarterback who was kind of not bad, who actually was pretty good with the Chiefs without him. Yeah. All Patrick Mahomes did was give him two more wins every year. Yeah. So he was giving him 10. Oh, Patrick Mahomes gave him 12. Ooh. But Two I th- more. but I think even if they had the exact same team, which they don't, yeah, it's like now you go to a Bengals team that's established. Oh, right? oh, and the Bills team, the and Bills, the Dolphins. I think is a better team now. Their defense is good, and now they have Tyreek Hill. And the Browns, and the Browns are pretty good, and your whole division's terrible. Okay, and Chargers. I was talking with a friend. I'm like, dude, the Chiefs are now the worst team in their division. That might be okay. Who has better defense? Oh, I Denver. All, all three of them have better defenses. Who has better quarterbacks? Arguably, two of them have better quarterbacks. Third one, no, Derek Carr's worse than Patrick Mahomes. But Derek Carr's pretty damn good. They, they have the best offensive line, they have the best coach, and they have the best tight end in their division. Those are objective statements, but that's about it. Best. But, but even any football game, anybody could win. Like, it's oh, yeah. still possible. Just oh, the way that football They'll works. still win so, a lot based on just like, oh, oh. But once you get to the playoffs, and it's like, you could probably not win the division. Odds are you are not, yeah. right? So you got to win the first game. And then win the next game. And then, it, like, it has to be perfect, right? Yeah. And it's like, there's always a buy within the buy. Like, you have a buy, right? But they won't have it, more than likely. Yeah. But there's not that easy team in the first round, right? It's going to be against some, like, legendary quarterback. And then against some legendary and quarterback. And then another one. <laughs> and then they'll go, go to the Super Bowl against Tom Brady, Aaron Rodgers, or Matthew Stafford. All right. Tell me. Are the Chiefs Is it going to go perfectly? Oh, no. oh, he's got it. And by that time, they've probably gone through so much, they're going to be missing two offensive linemen, and I guess Travis Kelsey might retire before the season's over. And then, you know, and it's, it, things are getting tough, and then all of a sudden Jackson Mahomes is doing his thing. Yeah, and well, like, with, with Juju, they're both dancing together. <laughs> hey, remember when I made the comment saying the worst, the worst QB room? Yeah. Would be Jackson Mahomes, Juju Smith, Adolf Hitler, and... No, uh, that's the wide receiver Hitler. room. What did I say? No, I, say I, I meant wide receiver room. Yeah, yeah. But, I mean, we got half of it now. Juju Smith. And uh, Jackson Holmes. Oh, I didn't now, know now they signed need, him yet. <laughs> <laughs> now we just need Claypool. And Hitler. And Hitler. 
It'd be tough with the the Parkinson's other hand, so he'd be catching one-handers. But anyway, um, but yeah, their defense—it's not even—it's not—it's not even a good defense. Did, did, did they resign anybody yet? No, they lost a good cornerback who was very consistent. He now, went to the Niners, right? He went to the Niners. That guy's pretty good. I like I like him. Um, they lost Honey Badger. I think has always been overrated, but Justin Reed is worse than him. So where like, did Honey Badger go? He's still sitting there. I don't know what he's doing. Yeah, what's the deal with that? I think he's going to the Raiders. Oh, yeah. So their secondary is awful. Hands down the worst. And I think the Raiders might be about to sign Stephon Gilmore and Honey Badger. So now, they're, now their secondary is better than yours. That's the only thing that they have against. Gilmore's going where? He might go to the Raiders. He's going to either the Raiders, Chiefs, if, they, if he lowers his cost, or the Bengals. Then, but why would you lower your cost to go to the Chiefs, who are not that big of a contender, yeah. when you could just go to the Bengals where they'll sign you for your actual contract and they're a bigger contender? So yeah. in a financial – it's stupid. If he goes to the Chiefs, I don't know what he's doing. He obviously does not yeah. understand that what team is good. Yeah. But it's just like they have nothing going for him other than Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. And then Andy Reid will probably retire in the next five years, and then Travis Kelsey won't be there. So then it will be Patrick Mahomes – Five more years with his contract, and then you got young guys. Oh, yeah. and then and these Chiefs fans—they always try to make stuff sound like a win. Oh, we got Scantley, dude. He's so good. He was—he was a third string for five years, but he's so good. Oh, they, they undervalued him with Aaron Rodgers. Yeah, so, it's, it's funny. It's, it's on the uh, NFC Championship is the Niners and uh, whoever, the Rams. Yeah. And then it was Kansas City in the in AFC Championship yeah. and Bagels. So I'm neighbors with Kansas City fans. So we were talking about having a Super Bowl party with the Niners in Kansas City. And then neither of us got in. That's so funny. It's been silent ever since. I really wish the Niners... They're, they're nice, though. They're not, like, in-your-face uh, Kansas City fans. Yeah. Well, just don't go to social media because those fans are delusional. And well, it, it's always... So if you ever, like, just say a list, too, it always makes it sound so much better than it actually is. Yeah. So you can sit here and be like, Dude, we have this... We have Travis Kelsey. We have, what was his name? Derek Gore? Dude, Derek Gore. Now we have Ronald Jones. Clyde Edwards Alaire. Oh my God. Where's Juju Smith? Hardman? Yeah, when I say it, it makes it sound good, but on paper, it's like, oh, it's some second stringers and third stringers? No, on paper, it sounds good. On reality, it's not. No, when tone of voice, it sounds good. Yeah. I, I could go to the Falcons. They have, I can't even think of their names. <laughs> Who the hell? <laughs> Yeah, that was on the Falcons, but yeah, like on paper they look good, but on paper other teams look better. Yeah, on paper the Titans look so much better. On and no, but, I, I, I but think the, the Kansas City Titans is are very worse. Much than a on paper look better team. Not really. Not really. No, no, no. Okay, before, before, before all this, yes. on paper it's like this should work. Look, this should work. And then the reality is like, okay, you have this fast running back that like did this in college. He doesn't seem to be able to do it yeah, here. Edwards Alaire is so... There's something off. It like doesn't make sense. It doesn't translate. It's like you put anybody else in there. And then they got rid of McKinnon. I don't know why. He worked well in their scheme. He was awesome. I, I thought he was still... I, w- I was going to say they were doing better because... Uh, and now he's McKinnon. gone. So it's like you have Gore as your fullback and then you get two running backs. Ronald Jones just signed with him. Ronald Jones is the only sign in where I'm like, eh, he's not bad. I like Ronald yeah. Jones. Where did McKinnon go? I don't know. I think he's a free agent still. So. Uh. And then the issue, too, is they're going to pay him a lot more next year, so they can't afford a lot of people. They're about to lose Orlando Brown next year, who they just franchise tagged. Who's, he's going to ask, why is Orlando Brown like not asking for more money? He's like a top 10 tackle. Or, uh, I don't know. So the Chiefs are the worst team in their division. And I, I was <laughs> I ranking. I know you're taking some pleasure in that. Oh, that. oh, my God, I love it. Because it's like 
you you show him a reality check. Tyreek Hill was getting you three three more wins every year. Yeah. Oh, he's so. I mean, he might be the fastest. He many, might be the best, fastest, and best hands wide receiver how many ever. Or wide receivers can you say that about? No. I can't. Like who's super fast? I mean, Deshaun I mean, Deshaun I mean, Jackson. Cut, cut maybe. Cup's not like super fast though. No, but I'm saying his ability. I mean, he single handedly won the Super Bowl. Oh, you're. And, I'm saying and Aaron Donald. Who who. who Oh yeah, I guess it's that's true. And yeah, whoever that guy is. No, I'm saying with without him, the dra- the the their offense would have been completely yeah. different. Um, well, every time I look at the Packers, I think they've regressed too. So um, Devontae Adams is in that argument. I think you have to give Rodgers the benefit of the doubt that he can manufacture wide receivers. I'm not saying anything against Rodgers. I'm just saying like they will lose at least two more games because of yeah. him not being. But that still puts them in the playoffs. Playoffs, well, a week of it. Like when you talk about like, oh well, the Niners be good. Yes, your division has just downgraded. Yeah. So I think the Niners will be good. Because the Cardinals, I still like them. They're not bad. I, I think they're a mental th- case. They're gonna be. They're not gonna be as good because it's like JJ Watt's their best pass rush. Oh, no, that'd I'm be saying, scary in two thousand. I think all this all this drama this year is gonna hamper them in a way. Yeah, drama. But but last two years. Teams that host the Super Bowl made it, so they're on pace to make the Super Bowl. It's like Not without it, playing a game. And then next year, if it's in Detroit, it's like, well, Lions are going to the Super Bowl. Well, I hope uh, Murray doesn't uh, have to catch up on his video game at halftime. <laughs> oh my god, that's so funny. It was either playing a video game or calling his girlfriend. What sounds worse? Um, the video game. <laughs> like you could, you could talk yourself into like, oh, there's something important he had to like bring up with her or something, or. Maybe. Like, that's even kind of a stretch. Yeah, but, like, it's too much of a stretch. well, you have to catch up in your Fortnite at halftime of, like, the biggest game of your career. Yeah. Here, let me see if I... Is it not loaded? Uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pull up my power rankings. And one thing that makes me more annoyed with the Chiefs than anything else, it's not even, it's not even the players. It's not even the family of the players. It's an analyst. You, you want to guess who it is? Um, Buck. No. Joe Buck. Buck is fine. No, um, <clears throat> Nick Wright. Oh, it was funny. You keep seeing his name, and I finally saw his face. I was like, oh, I know who that guy is. Yeah, he's the fucking lizard. No, but he always, <laughs> he's so obsessed with, he keeps making these damn power rankings, and he's so delusional. He actually believes this, too. He puts the Chiefs at the top, and then he's like, and the Bills are pretty far behind them. And then you got all the rest of the teams, and then you go, like, all the way down. And it's like, and then, Ty, and then Tyreek Hill got traded. He's like, I would still put the Chiefs at the top. Dude, here's the issue with the Chiefs. They have star players, but no depth. Okay, so think about the Chargers. You take away three pretty decent players. What do they have? So you take away Khalil Mack, you take away J.C. Jackson, and then you take away Marcus Williams, or Mike Williams. Okay, they still have Keenan Allen. They still have Joey Bosa. They still have Derwin James. What's this, the quarterback? You didn't mention the quarterback yet. No, quarterback doesn't matter. Like, oh. don't take away the quarterback. So they still, oh, okay. they still have a pretty decent team. You, you take away three from the, the Broncos. You take away uh, Simmons. You take away – who are the Greg, – uh, Gregory – Randy Gregory. And then you take away um, Cordell Sutton. You still have two decent wide receivers. JJ or uh, Judy. Yeah, you still have Jerry Judy and um, Tim Patrick, who are not yeah. bad. And then you still have Patrick Sertain. You go to the Chiefs, even when they had Tyreek Hill, even when they had Tyreek Hill. Yeah. Take away Tyreek Hill and then Chris Jones and then Honey Badger. Okay, you have Travis Kelsey and Frank Clark. 
What Pretty else good. do you have? Yeah. Well, I mean, he, he's fine, but like he's just kind of a problem in the locker room apparently. So it's like you lose a lot of depth. Yeah. Your team relies on four players. Now the argument against that is that the Rams are very top heavy too, but it worked out. I, I think the Rams are an overrated team too. No, they on paper they won the Super Bowl. Yeah. But, but they I won it with no depth. But there's never oh yeah. Oh, hands down. They have no um, except for wide receiver. But no depth. They're the same argument. But I've never really liked the Rams either. But it, but it worked. Oh, it worked. It worked. Yeah. It can work. But you have to have a perfect season. I've never watched a Super Bowl, though. Well, I, I was never convinced with any of their wins in the playoffs. Almost no, they, lost to the Bucks. Lo- should have lost to the Niners. The Bucks almost beat them. The Niners dropped an interception, which was yeah. just, Ward, what a stupid drop. That was the stupid, like, just like, ooh. <laughs> like, what? And then uh, who did they play first? And game? when that happened? Oh, Cardinals was a good one. Do you, remember, do you, oh, you weren't watching this, but do you remember when, like, how old were you? Uh, when the Cubs lost the uh, in the playoff right for the Super Bowl or Cubs World Series, I mean, it was a uh, Alou uh, was out in the stands, and that was when the Bartman thing. Yeah. So he goes to catch up the ball, and then the fan gets in the way and knocks the ball away, right? Yeah. And then even though they were up, I believe, and still had one more game to play, like there's that sense of like, oh shit, it's over, you know, even though. Looking on stats, yeah, you, you just had the sense of dread that passed over you. Imagine right? being the fan that cost the Cubs. Yeah, he had. To, I think he had to leave the city. Like it was so bad. Holy but, shit. but Alou, like he, he, the problem is he blamed him. Like he, I don't think he even had the chance to get it. But it was just allowing that resignation of like, oh, it's over. So my point is, when as a Niner fan, when I saw him drop that pass, I was like, oh shit, it's over. Like, it wasn't over yet. Yeah. They still had to do, but, like... It sucks the energy out of the room. It, yeah, and it just... The sense of dread passes It does happen. You. Yeah. Yeah, and then the Bengals, it was like, they have a weak offensive line, and you win by three. It's like, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, the Bengals, it was a Cinderella story. Like, they were winning games. But people who won. say, no, Bengals got lucky. Like, those people are idiots. I mean, it doesn't. Burrow did the Brady thing that Brady's done, where he pulls wins out of his rear end. Yeah, but they also have a star wide receiver. They have a top you, you five need, you running need players. Back. Well, yeah. But my point is, they were beating players at teams that should have beat them. Oh, but, probably. But he has an it factor that could pull as long as. But you it, have it factor would always be an argument. Patrick Holmes had an it factor the year he won the Super Bowl. I mean, it's just it factor is just. No, but some people don't have it. Like you don't. When all things being Give me equal. An example who. Um, should normally I'd say Matt Stafford, <laughs> but um, Derek Carr. Yeah, you put up decent stats. You know, you're gonna win some games. I guess that's fair. But that that it factor is just what what separates the top but, top. But in in this context, I'm saying a, t- a player that could take a team that if this was like a, a Madden rating, right? Yeah. And I don't know if they yeah they they, they do rate the team. Let's say the Bengals are a 75. Yeah. They're up against a 91, right? Is that even a thing? Would you a what? An 80 or a 79 against an 81 or 91? If you were just randomly picking and then you guys did too many and you had to do a suicide, it's a thing you do. I'm saying if we played a season, right? Yeah. And we end up in the Super Bowl. Yeah. And oh, you're saying for a Super Bowl? For a Super Bowl, one game, yeah. right? And your team's a 79, and you're up against a 91, right? Yeah. So your team is good, but just probably below the competition you're playing. Right? Yeah. Um, I think in this playoffs, 
Joe Burrow kept going up against teams that were marginally better than his. Yeah, marginally. And pulling out of wins out of his rear end. Who do you think in the AFC, though, probably did, like, who do you think in the AFC should have won the Super Bowl this year? Bills. Oh, hands down. Josh Allen. He outplayed Mahomes. Like, you see his throws, they're over-the-top beauty, yeah. beauties. Patrick Mahomes had two, two that were, And like, even in the game where he lost, it wasn't because of him. It was because of his oh defense. Oh, my God. It, like, it was, like, one of the best runs of a playoff career ever. And he loses because of 13 seconds. And then people are like, oh, my God, Patrick Mahomes was crazy. It's like, yeah, it was to Travis Kelsey. And then they just had to kick a field goal. And yeah. the defense kind of just, like, separated. It was like it was, he was standing wide open. It wasn't like he was like, oh, I'd a dime. It was like, I would say fundamentally it was a coaching issue, not even a defensive issue. They should have uh, squib kicked it. Yeah. Because the clock starts when the ball lands. So you squib kick. And they score. Teams got to quit scoring so quickly. It's so obnoxious. Yeah. They, they, it was like second down, and then they just throw it over the top and get a touchdown. It's like, okay, why do you do that? You know, it's funny. In some of these NFL games, they, what, uh, I think Bill Simmons mentioned this. He said they should have a guy that is a, a star at Madden in the coaches' rooms, right? Yeah. Because as a Madden player, like knowing you have a perspective that for some reason there's a disconnect in the NFL, but that, it, but it has a bearing in reality. That would actually be hilarious. So one of the the, the classic examples of that it was um, J, uh, Stokely for the. Don't know. He was one of Madden had three wide receivers or Manning. Yeah. It was like, uh, but uh, Stokely was the third one in his like early early run. Brandon Stokely. Anyway, so he catches a pass. And he's running to the end zone, but they need to like get more clock. And the guy gives up on him because the guy he scored. So he walks up there and just kind of like goes parallel to the end zone to take like five or six more seconds off the clock. Oh, okay. So nobody ever thinks of that, but it matters you think about that. Yeah. Or when Westbrook for the Eagles, um, it was like this would put him up like four or five, but there's still time left. So he. Or they're up by one. I've seen it before. Like Todd Gurley has tried to. Todd Gurley tried doing it once or twice. What's like were you? Are you running or you mean like kneeling? You're running and you kneel on the one. Oh yeah, Todd Gurley's done that twice. He did it once and then like apparently like fancy owners were like annoyed about it. Yeah. And they did it again with the Falcons, but he tripped and then fell in the end zone. <laughs> it's like when you play with the Falcons, you just become stupider. But um, I, I don't remember the circumstance, but it either sealed the game for them or. Because there's a there's a point where um, uh, where you have to like let the other team maybe it's better to let the team score yeah um, um, and because you give up possession but you get a chance to score yourself right yeah so I don't know if they were up and they were going to kick a field goal um, or no not up yet but kick a field goal and let the time run down or if it was that you were going to score but still give them a chance to re- return the I, again, I have to look back at the video. Yeah, but it made football sense. But something you do in in Madden, but you never did in football. Like it never, nobody ever did that. Yeah. And that's the first time that I was like, oh my gosh, they're thinking in Madden terms. It would be really smart. I mean, it was Desha- super smart. Deshaun Deshaun Jackson would always do that, but I think he would do it as more of a flex. Like he'd always run no, this, sideways. This was a strategic decision. I'm talking strategic yeah, decision, not taunting decision. Not taunting. <laughs> uh, another one was. Um, Bill Belichick once he gave up a safety on purpose. I saw that. Yeah, so it's brilliant. 
Yeah, I think he's allowed touchdowns too, which sometimes you need to allow the touchdowns. No, the, I think they did that. I remember that once where they allowed them because they won, and I think it failed, but I think they wanted their chance, so they let the team score. Yeah, because they're, they're going to score anyways. You might as well not let them get take another minute doing it. You need yeah, that yeah. minute and a half, <clears throat> two minutes. Okay, we're going way over time, well, and the sports part is probably driving some of our um, 10 listeners, maybe one person nuts. So you're saying. You don't want my power rankings? No, let's not go through all power rankings. Okay, what is your top three, bottom three? Top three? Top three. Bucks. No, let's put bottom three. No, wait, uh, what do I want first? Well, bottom three. The bottom three is tough because it's like, who's shittier more? <laughs> Who makes me more disgusted? Uh, Texans worst. I, I like Sims. Who's Sims? The coach? Mills, Mills, sorry. Davis Mills? Yeah, but you can only do so much. Deshaun Jack, Deshaun Watson, ten times better player, was in no, that. of course. But I'm saying out of 31 teams, I would maybe have him fifth worst or something, because he seemed to with one receiver, he seemed to be able to pull out some wins or make it close at least. Yeah, but even Deshaun Watson, who was good in that system, he only got four wins. The defense has nothing. There's. No, I, what I'm saying is, I think you're giving him not enough credit. I know. I, I I was thinking about that too because I I rank him for quarterbacks, number twenty six. Okay. But the reason why I put them under, because the team's horrible, and he has improved. Is because like I think Brandon Cooks is gonna get uh, traded. That's a big one. Pr- proven's not necessarily something I really take into account. Some people just like literally. Let me put it this way: If the Niners traded for Mills, I'd be happy <sighs> as a backup. Because there's some, there may be something there. Maybe like he's shown. But there might be something with with Trey Lance too. There might be something with Justin Fields. He has no offensive line. No, we're t- we're talking worse. Okay, let me put it this way. What are the third three quarterbacks that have traded my team? I'd go in my bathroom and vomit. If if they traded, traded to my team as a backup. Daniel Jones. Daniel Jones. Sam Darnold. Sam Darnold. Yes. And Marcus Mariota. Uh. Let's, let's. Oh, are we just okay? These are all starters. Um, Andy Dalton. Oh, I thought we were talking starters. Yeah, if we're talking starters, Marcus Mariota. Those are the bottom three. Uh, Same. Yeah, Mariota probably. Yeah, because it's like Zach Wilson still young, Mitchell Trubisky still young, and had twelve wins one of the year. Yeah, Trubisky like there's it's like oh maybe uh, Shannon could fix him. You know you could talk yourself into it. Justin Fields and then Davis Mills and then I mean Baker Mayfield maybe. May, yeah, Mayfield. Maybe though. Apparently he was hurt most of last year. He was and, so bad. and he got so their bad. first playoff win. So bad. Tua Valoa. I mean, why 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 do people write him off so quickly? I don't know. But I think I could talk myself into that. Kyle could And then Jared him. Goff was decent in, in times, and then Trevor Lawrence is still young in a prospect. Yeah. So it's like the I bo- think you're right. The yeah. bottom teams are like the bottom QBs are not that bad. Okay. Well, I don't know if this sound effect works. I forget what it was again. But let's the top three. Ready? Hold on. Oh, it doesn't fit. I, I thought it was like a drum roll. Pass. Top three what? Top oh, three yeah. quarterbacks. Okay, number three. Number three. What is the sound effect they did in like ESPN? Like, like top three, and then there's like a sound effect to, to like present it. Oh, geez. I don't watch their top threes because they're always they always just like annoy me because it's always like generic answers. Generic, yeah, yeah. Oh, the top three I saw everywhere else. Wow, uh, Justin Herbert. Ooh. I mean, 5,000 yards. I mean, he's pretty good as a rookie, or he's yeah. damn good as a rookie. Really good second year. I mean, and he okay. Has, number two? 
Yeah, I go with Deshaun Watson. Really? Yeah. It was t- it, well, I really, I really thought about it with the other ones. It's like, I mean, Tom Brady's a lot older, and I mean, doesn't scramble. He's not mobile enough. In some quarter, some games, he just doesn't show up. I think he's just too old to to be again top three. Kyler Murray, I mean, it's it's a leader Again, thing. Too short. I mean, he's got a great arm, but it's just some like, games he's so bad. He's so Lamar Jackson can't throw. It's just he can't throw. That's kind of getting embarrassing. It's so bad. And then what, made, what makes him better is so he had almost five thousand yards in an offense. People were trying to argue with me with this. He's like, but he had DeAndre Hopkins. Like, no, he got traded the Cardinals this year. His best wide receiver was Brandon Cooks, and that was it. Yeah. And he almost had 5,000 yards. Who was his yeah. offensive line? Oh, he didn't have one. He almost lacked, he had a shitload of sacks. Yeah, yeah. Who was his coach? Oh, the guy that everyone makes a meme about. Who was his defense? J.J. Watt? Yeah. They've never no, had you're a, probably they've, right. His, with nothing, almost 5,000 yards. He's so good. Oh, he's good at scrambling. He's injury prone. Injury prone and from time to time likes to sexually harass women. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we're back. Yeah, we had batteries die again. Um, so, uh, yeah, so I agree with you. The, uh, Watson probably is number two. It's just that we haven't seen it for a year, so it's just I'd like to see it. Yeah, I mean, obviously team. you have to see him again because you kind of have to see how people come off injuries and, like, or not injuries, you know, come back. You know, We can't say Peyton Manny's still good. Well, he had the noodle arm when he retired. Like, Watson was at least good his last season. Oh, that's season. true. Well, you have to, Michael Vick is an example then. Like, do you think Michael Vick would be good? I mean, he wasn't bad his last season, but, you know, well, last season not as, as a starter. Yeah. Um, okay, and then number one, I mean, come on, Josh Allen. Yeah. He's built like a damn linebacker. He's a linebacker who's got a great arm, and he can plow through anyone and run, and he's mobile. It's just what, what's bad about him is not necessarily injury-prone. Yeah. Perfect. I mean, th- those are hands down. Okay, I'll just, then I'll go Joe Burrow. No offensive line. He was four, good. Number four? Yeah. All right, so here. Patrick Mahomes, no offensive line in the Super Bowl. Nine points, zero touchdowns. Yeah. Joe Burrow gets Aaron Donald. What, two touchdowns, maybe three? Yeah. So, I mean, without offensive lines, I mean. You're going to argue technically that one wasn't a touchdown, but. I mean, you could also technically argue the one where he stepped out of bounds against the Raiders was not a touchdown, but it's like he still threw it. Yeah. I mean, whatever. But yeah, I argue that it wasn't a touchdown either. But then the call against Zach Will or Logan Wilson, the line like where he was like holding, that was yeah, that, that was, was that was even stupider. It was like he like grazed him, and it was like who are you holding? No, no, I'm not arguing who won. I'm just saying. Oh, you're saying, yeah, yeah. I'm just arguing. You say, well, he put up touchdowns. He, he just looked more line. competent. Patrick Holmes just got he just no. He, he'd fall over and get tackled. I was like, oh, whatever. Um, and Aaron Donald's on his head. That's scary. I'd be yeah, terrified. Scary. Yeah. And then I'd go Rodgers just because of the stats. And then Brady. I mean, Brady. The argument is like, oh, Brady's arm. Mahomes six. Is that like Nick Wright? In, in reverse. Yeah, Patrick Mahomes next. No, well, I mean, if I really hate Mahomes, I would, I'd say, oh, Stafford's better. Oh, Russell Wilson's better. Kyler Murray's better. But, but I, I'm still gonna give him. Yeah, yeah. I need to see him with another roster. If he's good without Tyree Kill and goes to the Super Bowl this year against the AFC, I'll give him a lot of credit. Holy yeah. shit! Whoever yeah. gets out of this AFC and wins the Super Bowl this year. I'll probably say he's the best quarterback in the league. Yeah, probably. But he hasn't proven himself. Yeah. He really has not. Nick Wright is a bitch. Don't say your damn name. Um, well, hopefully one of our ten listeners aren't friends with Nick Wright. Oh, hope. <laughs> we start a war here. <laughs> oh, no. War against him. Um, and then Brady. But Brady's good. Like, 
He'll, I mean, people's argument is like, oh, Brady, Brady's arm's not strong, but it's like leadership is such a big and thing. It, well, it's judgment of knowing where the ball's supposed to go. Like, you don't have to be super athletic to to succeed because you know the open guy must be at this position or that posi- yeah. that place, and that doesn't go away with age. Yeah. And, you know, playoffs. Like, how do you do in the playoffs? Do you crumble under pressure? Brady does not. I would rather have that over probably all the – if we were saying playoffs, like – Who's going to be the best in the playoffs? I'd probably put Brady I think, overall. Okay, okay, so they almost beat the Rams. Oh, and, and, oh, and Brady beat Mahomes twice in the playoffs. So no, that, I'm saying this last year, good. even with old Brady, they almost beat the Rams without their second-best wide receiver. And third-best. They hit just Mike Evans. Who's and, the and, third one? Brown. And Tony oh, Brown. To- yeah, oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah, they lost him too. Yeah. So, yeah, he was – and he had a great throw against Jalen Ramsey. Apparently the best cornerback. Right? Yeah, yeah. So Brady and then Mahomes. Matthew. No, I'm going to change that. Russell Wilson over Matthew Stafford. I mean, Russell Wilson's best scrambling league. People always give Patrick Mahomes credit for okay. best scrambler. He's so good at scrambling. And then yeah. he's accurate, and he's just got a strong arm. He's got great yeah. arms, accurate, can scramble yeah. well. Okay, well, we should probably wrap this up. Now we're probably the longest podcast we've ever done. It's just that's what happens when you don't do it for Longest two weeks. podcast ever done. Let's hold up. Let's get a record going. Well, we've also paused it and cut it and edited it. Next time I'll do your, your bathroom break, but I'll just have the mic go with you. <laughs> they get a real-life experience. Yeah, this is what I do with my free time. Yeah. If you're, you're on the phone with somebody, I guess I, my calls I have to get. I have to get, you know, talk call tech support all the time. Yeah. Some, a lot of people are at home. Yeah. So sometimes I've heard, like, you're in the bathroom. You're not on mute. You just hear him pissing. He's like, oh my God. <laughs> this piss hurts. It's like, hey, I'm, I'm still on the phone with you. What, what's up? It's like, you may need to seek medical attention for that. <laughs> Anything else to add? Any other anecdotes? Got it all off your chest? Not really. You're kind of cutting me off. <laughs> Two and a half hours. <laughs> Seriously? You're not even going to give me time to talk? Jeez. Yeah, Jerk. but... Okay, till next time. Thanks for listening.